Welcome back to Switch It Up, ladies and gentlemen, and what is probably the most anticipated episode in the history of the show, 94 episodes in. It's Breath of the Wild 2, theories, predictions, everything you can think of, and we are really excited to be bringing you guys this. Like I said earlier, probably one of the most anticipated shows in the history of the show, but a little programming note here before we start. It's a little janky because of uh, schedules, stuff that happened. Kind of gonna be the kind of be kind of gonna be a wild week for the show, but we do get two episodes. This, we do give you guys two episodes this week, so look forward to that. But first, the first half of this episode is in person recording. The second half is over Skype again because of conflict stuff. So forgive us for that. If there's a dip in audio at all towards the second half of the episode. There's no intro. We just get we just go straight into it because this was originally gonna be the back half of the episode, but we decided to switch it literally switch it up <laughs> and put this at the front and then E3 up to now which aged pretty well because we said it wasn't great as of Tuesday morning, and it hasn't been. That's at the back half of the episode if you want to hear some E3 talk. Square Enix, Microsoft, Final Fantasy VII talk. That's at the back half of the episode if that interests you. And then Thursday, we recap all things Nintendo E3. If you were listening when it's when this episode's normally released on Tuesday morning, Nintendo goes today at noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific. And we have that to look forward to. And they really have the door wide freaking open to just steal the show and really just win E3 by doing very little. But we'll see, and we'll get into that. And you'll hear that on Thursday. We're going to be recording that Tuesday evening. And then I will be going down to North Carolina permanently. So I'll be trying to edit and post it in between hotel rooms. And we'll see if I can get it up Thursday. That is the goal. But Breath of the Wild 2 theories and predictions for now. Like I said, E3 so far at the end of the episode. Yeah, and yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it. Leave a rating and review as always if you do. And yeah, we'll see how well these age in the next next couple hours, I guess, for you guys. I'll update it in the description below. <laughs> the whole point is to manifest this game into existence, and we'll update you with that on Thursday. started this and was one of the reasons the podcast was made yeah and 94 episodes later we're finally getting to it it's we're bang this is gonna age horribly if oh. nothing is shown on tuesday instantly and horrifically oh my god I, i'm gonna take it down and put it back up <laughs> with with <laughs> updated predictions yeah with updated predictions but this is basically this is the this is the switch it up boys and I saw on Twitter the summoning circle, the Breath of the Wild 2 summoning circle, and I would have that if all my stuff wasn't in North Carolina. I would have all my champion amiibos. I have the shirt on. I would have, like, my waller. I would have everything. I would be summoning Breath of the Wild 2 into mm -hmm. my life, but I can't right now. I just have a t-shirt. Breath of the Wild 2 theories and questions. This has been... Tyra and I have, like, discussed on 10 separate occasions when are we going to do this because Breath of the Wild 2 got announced... Two years ago, and just nothing has come since. And there's been a lot of, you know, oh, this is it. Oh, this is it. And when we're going to see it. Yeah. This is the best this is it we've had since the podcast has started. And, oh, my God. I, if this doesn't if, if this do not do it, gents, this game is gents and ladies. This game doesn't exist. Like, it was yeah, it's a farce. Yeah. But, yeah, we're just going to go through some – we're going to go through some general thoughts, some general conclusions that we think we can draw from – what the game's going to give us and mm -hmm. we're going to be basing it off of the original uh, based off of past experiences and all kinds of stuff just random theories and questions that you probably have as well uh, where do you want to start that's a very good question let let's talk about first how long do you think this has happened after the original breath of the wild like when 
how big of a time jump are we going from the the our our heroes standing and looking at the spirits fizzle away or i guess rather the after credit scene it's the latest we see where okay they're talking on the hill so how much of a time jump from the end of breath of the wild to this one long enough for zelda to get a haircut so at least a few like an hour <laughs> yeah no this game takes place 17 minutes 17 minutes right. they just go straight to the cavern now i'm gonna go i'll say 18 months so a year and a half holy shit okay that's a lot i'll say a year and a half so our heroes are now what 18 and a half almost 19 years old okay yeah because uh, link was seven there i think they're both 17 because zelda says oh, yeah 17th like, birthday yeah, is when she goes the, to the spring everything terrible happens on zelda's 17th birthday Every- god that's so holy shit. i keep forgetting about that like think, literally the the world ended on her birthday yeah i think so they wanted to reuse the same map of hyrule right they wanted to reuse the same engine use all I the guess, same things I, was gonna say, I guess that's a question too because i've seen we'll, we'll answer this real quick because it kind of feeds into it mm-hmm. i've seen on twitter people uh, you know twitter just the fucking shit stir of the world all the pros have twitter accounts yes uh but the, the people have been saying like people are taking the we wanted to reuse the same hyrule too literally so I feel like that's they're kind of like shooting down the idea of the entire open world is going to be back, and instead, it, it may not be like that open as we think, you know? Yeah. Like how, like not every allocation will be accessible. Maybe we only have a portion of the small of a small portion of the map. It'll be a lot more linear. People are saying. Do you think that like, at what, do you think we get the entire map of Hyrule back to explore, in the sequel? I do. I do think we get the entire map back. And I think a lot of why this game's taking so long is because, and why I think it's going to be a sizable enough jump in between when the last game ended and this one, is because we're going to start to see the rebuilding process. We're going to see towns that were decimated slowly be brought back to life and have civilization. And I think that's going to be... Arlo and a bunch of other people have made this point where, okay, the open world factor, like that wow that that game gave us is gone. They have to do something new, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And I do think we're going to have new areas to explore that we haven't been introduced to yet. But as far as the original Hyrule goes, like the Hyrule town, uh, out like outskirts of certain villages, I think we're gonna see like expanded, like ver- those villages like expanded and grown and have like life in them and new villages and shops and mm-hmm. towns and maybe different races like living in the same areas, all that stuff. And I think that's gonna be a big part of like that wow factor. Like imagine going back to the town, like the town ruins and. Like even in Age of Calamity, you can't explore it because you're it's a warrior style game that doesn't give you the ability to do that. You just see it. Yeah. yeah. But like imagine like going to houses and like look around and be like, Oh my god, like you just pop in bunch of I was about wild, to say like decimated. Like, yeah. like Pokemon style, just kick people's doors down without like Exactly. Knocking, just yeah, like, you just go in Hey, we're in. <laughs> yeah, you see what's going on, and I think that would be really cool. I think that's a great place to start the game mm-hmm. anyway, before you make your way into the cavern, but it might just seem like you just start there. Yeah, I mean I feel like that would be an appropriate start. Yeah. Maybe a little bit before, like... Oh, shit. I, fr- I was going to say, like, the king giving the orders, but the king's fucking dead. No, he's so, gone. He's very gone. I think we've talked about this. The Queen Zelda <sighs> is, go- is like, this. that's basically what's going on, right? Yeah, for sure. What do you think? How long do you think it'll be after? Uh, I was thinking less than a year, to be honest. Less than a year? Uh, I don't know why I have that. I would really like to see what you said with the rebuilding process, but... The reason I don't think that we'll see too much of that is because the world's about to go to shit again. Like, already. You know, like, Ganondorf is fucking waking up and raising the castle into the air. Uh, oh, sorry. Interruption. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we'll see too many... Well, like, we'll see the 
the towns that have popped up since then, which I really just want to be a bunch of Terry towns, like such a colorful fucking oh yeah, just Minecraft yeah, that would be style. that'd be great. Terry towns awesome. That's just every just in every corner. It's just maybe there's like a Terry town at like <laughs> different points. Like we've expanded out. That'd be nice. Uh, but I just don't know, like how it kind of depends on how quick how quick shit hits the fan in this game. Like once Gandorf wakes up and we crawl out of whatever hell link and zelda have been thrust into literally it seems like yeah like they've they're falling just deeper under the surface of hyrule in in the trailer once you get out is everything already going to be in turmoil or will you have time to like go and explore shit and like i I assume if we are using the same world the game will be like okay go recruit like all the races and stuff and that will be your explore like go out and find everything yeah i just have a hard time thinking that they're going to make this game super linear because a big part of what makes Breath of the Wild different is that exploration. And a lot of the Zeldas already are, they already are linear. And they already have, like, story to story point, story point, story point. Mm-hmm. The beauty and curse of this game is you can go out and do your own thing and not really have a linear pathway. Yeah. I'd be really surprised if they take that take that away in a certain way in the next installment of this, of this like, series. Yeah. I think it's really important to keep that exploration because that is a big reason why the game, the first game, like is just like a masterpiece and yeah you have to add new things to make it worth it but i think that's why they're taking such a long time because they're trying to find ways to put those new things in because a lot a big complaint of the original game was the map is so big but so empty at the same time like they made the map before they put the actual stuff in it yeah that's i think that's why there's so many shrines and so yeah 120 of them (laughs) jesus it's like like stars in mario and mario 64 yep but except they take way longer Uh, maybe whatever but i just don't know it's it's we know so little like it's literally this is why this is gonna age horribly yeah this is this episode's gonna be so bad but uh speaking of which uh speaking of civilization and stuff in the trailer it seemed like there was no sheikah like the shrines and the towers were gone and like the wide shot of hyrule castle lifting out of the earth do you think shrines or sheikah structures of any kind will make a return or do you think we'll see what a lot of people are predicting. We'll see more traditional Zelda dungeons being added back into and integrated into the the new age of Zelda being Breath of the Wild. I kind of hope the shrines are still in the world, but like decayed. Like mm. that'd be so cool if you can go back and just go see. back into old shrine puzzles yeah. and the decay makes the puzzles different. Yeah, to that complete. would be really, fun. that'd be really, that'd cool. be really cool. But I do think we are getting more traditional Zelda dungeons in this next installment. Because the a big complaint of the, big, the original was the Divine Beasts are too easy to solve. There's only five or six components you really need to figure out, and they're mm-hmm. not that difficult. Just use the runes, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And the shrines themselves, there's so many of them, but 20, like, like a quarter of them are blessings. Yeah. Which makes, like, you only have to figure out 90, and they're not too complex. They're annoying. The apparatuses suck, but the apparatus, I hope that's true. if there's one thing I'd take out, the apparatuses, don't bring those back. Yeah. I do think we're going to get more traditional, like, dungeons. As far as, like, Sheikah components i hope they're there i don't know why they wouldn't be I, it'd be kind of weird for them to just like go back into the ground after yeah. all this has ended i mean i guess that was their purpose to to train the hero well zelda's in possession of the secret slate now like at the at the way end of the game like link is no longer like the main user of it. it's oh zelda. right because he he just gives it to zelda yeah he just gives he's like i really don't want this i just it's like <laughs> this is literally all of my power but you can yeah, here yeah, you go just take it i have the master yeah he has the master you need it more than he's me. fine he has like lionel bows and shit he's fine yeah he's 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 good to go but i i, I just be it'd be interesting to see them just like all of a sudden go back into the ground 
Mm-hmm. And like maybe when the castle rises, they all rise again too. Maybe that's a thing. They're like connected that way. I don't know. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that because in Age of Calamity, like we see the tower shut down when Ganon arrives. Right. Like you can't teleport to them anymore. Yeah, they. But cor- they're still they in the sky. Yeah. They're still in the sky. I so I don't know why they would, but I don't know how they got in the ground in the first place. I guess that's true. The Sheikah maybe just buried him. Yeah, I don't know how that happened in the first place because clearly in Age of Calamity, the game takes place 100 years before the, they got the towers up somehow. Yeah. But I don't know how they're going to get them back down, which leads me to believe that they'll be around. Right. Can you climb them and go up top of them? Like, I hope. But maybe I don't they can think. just retract and, you know, uh, extend. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, that's, maybe that's a Sheikah. Maybe that's a slate power. Because they obviously went back, to, or the towers at least went back down after Age of Calamity. They did, but then again, it's separate timelines. So who yeah, knows how it who, works. who 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 knows? I don't know. I I don't know what kind of role the Sheik are going to have in this. Seems like their power has been exhausted in the say, first game. Like, is Ampa even alive in this? Like, she's old. old. She's over a hundred. I don't know. I <sighs> like. Do you think we see Impa at all in this game? Even in Breath of the Wild, she's not that important of a character. Maybe she's like a spirit. Oh, she just like chills out with Rome and the and the champs. Maybe I mean it again depends on how long afterwards because if she it's a really anticlimactic death. Yeah, if she if she dies off screen like a year after the events, like damn, she'd not have much time left. But... No, like she was she was, Link was lucky that it wasn't 101 years. Or yeah, she same thing be... with Pura. She's aging backwards. Like when is she just a baby? When just... is she just a f- oh? And just that's a really disturbing thought. Yeah, just incoherent and <laughs> who knows? But... Robbie's old as fuck too, but he's just. He's he's fine. Oh yeah, he's rocking out. He's, he's good. He's rocking out. He's fine. It's gonna be freaking Simon and his wife are just gonna. That's gonna be your research crew. Say, and Link's just it. like, oh my god, we're dead. But <laughs> it's like, do you guys know anything? Do you know? I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're fine. But definitely not as memorable. I'm sure Pura and Robbie will be around. Yeah, I don't know what kind of role the Sheik are gonna have in this game. I just can't really think of a role where like, okay, you need to go to this Sheikah leader and they're gonna tell yeah. you what's going on. Like in the first game, you had that with Impa. But now you've Zelda, who seems to really know what's going on with the world and is connected mm-hmm. to it in a different kind of way, like spiritually. Yeah, like the Triforce is basically like the heart of the land. Yeah, so, like, so I think she knows what's going on, like without Impa having to be like without, your guide. Like, exactly, which yeah. leads me to believe, like I don't know what kind of role they'll play. I'm sure the characters will be there. I hope they're there. I think it'd be really cool to, you know, go to Kakariko and see them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it, it's certainly something that yeah. I'm sure they've thought about. I kind of have two different branches because okay. we've been doing some pretty good segues okay, from go point to it. point go for it uh we're talking about shika technology so divine beasts i want to do next but also i want to do a quick thing and talk about characters go for it because i think that the the um what's it what are they called the descendants yep might have a bigger role to play in this one they already help you fuck up the divine beasts in the first game yep so they might be like just you know a, a bit more integrate into the story at least once link and zelda get out of i, I don't know I, that's my theory it's like it, you're gonna start with just link and zelda for a while it's just those two chilling maybe not chilling they're a bit they're kind of in dire danger but they're like they're doing their thing and then eventually they get out and then all of hyrule is now involved in the story i really hope they don't break up zelda and link like immediately into the story yeah because it looks like Oh no, because Zelda was reaching for Link's hand. I was like, "Oh, Link falls," but then the hand catches him. Yeah. So I think they're still together in the first. You know, I know, bit. but I'm saying like, I hope like that, like if the cavern scenes, the first scene of the game, like 20 minutes later, Link and Zelda are split up. Like that would suck. That would that would suck because we need. I think we need Zelda and Link to be just the dynamic duo in this one. Like, just yes. stay together the whole time. Like what? What sep? Like the same way exploration separated the the other Zelda games from this one. Like that's another thing we need. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Though, but sure. like 
we've seen basically like every character in Breath of the Wild's world. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really anyone else like hiding in a in an inaccessible house or anything. There's not a big enough time jump for like younger characters to like age up or anything. Hell, so, like Sidon could be king of the Zora like, oh, yeah. by the time. Like, if literally all the old rulers like fucking die in that same span, which they could, they're all old as shit. Except Riju. She's the already ruler. Yeah, Riju's already there. She's like ahead of the game. Yeah. But like uh, the old Goron, I keep forgetting his name. We already talked about Bluto. Bluto. Who's the bird? Who's the owl? Who's the big owl? Oh my god, this is going to drive me nuts. It's Dorf. It's Dorf and Bluto, but keep going. I'll think of it. Yeah, that. but. Like if they all die, like they could, like their successors could be the regents of the of the land at this point. Uh, but w- what I'm trying to get at is here. I do you think there's any potential for like new characters? Like I don't think there's like anyone who could really be added, I unless th- they're wholly original and just come out of the woodwork out of nowhere. So here's my thought: Rivali's voice, Rivali's like confirmed to be in the game somehow. Yeah, his voice, his voice, his voice is- work has been done for the game. Yeah. So maybe like in this Gandorf realm, like the old champion spirits like help you. We talked and about that, that gives before, them yeah. more characterization in yeah. this world because there they have a lot of characterization, but in a separate timeline. Yes. So how they act as spirits and like more so guides than actual warriors, I think could be cool, and that could almost be like your new character in a way. You're seeing a new side of them. Yeah. With a character you're already familiar with, which I feel like we know a lot about the descendants already. Mm-hmm. We've had mm, kinda. Yeah, we, some of them have journals that you can look into, but I don't think it's all of them. At the very least, we know their motivations. Yeah, we like we know them, pretty pretty all right. I I, I am sure we will see more of them. Yes. in this like in a physical form, not even like we will definitely see them again. Yeah, but as far as new characters go, I really don't know. I I don't know any like warriors that from Breath of the Wild that could help you like now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe the Yiga Clan helps you in this game because they realize, oh my God, Gandor's even worse than we imagined. Yeah, because the Yiga Clan turned like. Switch sides on in Age of, in Age of Calamity's and, universe. Yeah, Koga and Breath Koga's of the Wild. Koga's dead. He's gone. And but Suga could still exist. Yeah. in our in our Breath of the Wild timeline, he could somewhere. So, you know, maybe he could uh, play a role. Fucking Astor, like what the hell? He could be somewhere. Is he even too. alive? Like who knows? Because it, is he is he even in that timeline that Breath of the Wild is in? Going into Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. But again, those aren't really new characters either. Those are just characters from the franchise at this point yeah so that's just what i was thinking like we're i don't think it's a bad thing like i, I don't I, think no i don't think so either. like there are a lot of existing characters that we need to flesh out so like don't even bother with new characters honestly i just thought it was interesting like this is going to be a game that you know all the all the players are just kind of already known to us anyway like, yeah already which i thought was interesting i wanted to see if you had any thoughts on that and we, we did talk about like the corrupted chant like possible like corrupted champion boss fights that we could do uh, in the in the underworld, wherever the yeah, hell they are. Yeah, you get many you get many versions of that in Age of Calamity. But yeah, that'd be the, really cool to see and... with the malice. Because we, I remember like back where we like, oh, maybe the champions come back to life. Like Ganondorf raises their bodies or something. Yeah, that'd be uh, that would be that'd be a crazy. Uh, twist. And they like take their village over. And need to go back and like fight the villages. That'd be really yeah. sick. But I was about to say, I don't I don't think that'll happen now. No. Now that I'm there's been more clarity yeah. uh, in my head since then. Since the pipe dream of that trailer first came out. But uh, moving on from new characters, back going from Sheikah Technology to the Divine Beast. Actually, one more thing on the characters. Okay. Will Link have their abilities? Yes or no? I was going to ask about equipment. Like, do you think he will have any equipment that we gathered in Breath of the Wild 1? Because you can beat the game naked or with literally everything in the game and without some of the champion's abilities. So he has the Master Sword. That's all but confirmed. Yeah, he that's... He has the Master Sword. That is confirmed. From the start of the game. Mm-hmm. 
I think when the champions like faded away, that the the abilities went away too. Because like the the abilities, them giving their abilities link were like their sole purpose of existing. That's true. Yeah, because they kind of gave part of their soul. To and them, once almost. their purpose was fulfilled, they just they could rest the rest in peace essentially. And yeah. I think the abilities go with that. So I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see the champions abilities in this game. At least not right away. Yeah, not not at the beginning. That leaves the door open for more, you know, for whatever new gimmick is in this game, whether it's like the hand abilities that which I think is the right. Link. We'll get to that because I have some ideas on that, okay. which I think is the right move. Just get new mechanics in this game that mm-hmm. differentiate from the original. Yeah. As far as equipment goes, I didn't see the Hylian shield. I would kind of hope we have the Hylian shield. They seem to have new tunics. Like Link's almost more like a hoodie. Yeah, Link has like a bit of the Hylian. Uh, tunic ar- armor yeah. ma- mixed with his champion's tunic mm-hmm. and then zelda's obviously has her like sort of she has like a little a little cape that goes on top of her normal yeah. like, exploration outfit that we've seen so they've modified their their exploration outfits a bit which would uh add credence to the time to the a greater time jump because it might suggest that they've been doing adventures like that for a little bit at least like they mm-hmm. have this is not their first rodeo exploring some uh, distant part of Hyrule. Yeah, but as far as like, I, I maybe maybe you just get the Master Sword and Hylian Shield to start, and I'm fine with that. That makes complete sense as to why it would be mm-hmm. like those are the two biggest weapon, like not but mo- not not best, but like the two most well known items in Zelda lore. Yeah. So having those to start your game are fine, especially when you don't even get them in Breath of the Wild to start. You have to go get them on your own. Yeah. I'm curious to see though how they'll how you how they'll treat like inventory expansion and yeah. Like, do you think we'll Hearts, I mean, stuff obviously, like we'll pick up different weapons, but like when you start with the master sword, that's pretty big, especially if you're surrounded by malice. Like at any point, that's your strongest weapon in the game, basically. Yeah, but it's not your strongest weapon base, which I think is an important point because it only does thirty attack base, and when it's it doubled up to sixty, like you can find savage lion swords that do more damage. Yeah, that you can find things that do up to like a hundred, like triple digits. Now, damage. the durability might be better than every other weapon in the game, but yeah. I think I think I think a key point of contention here is like you can pick up weapons that are technically quote unquote better than the Master Sword. Yeah. Do you think we get like because the only direct sequel to a Zelda game was Majora's Mask to Ocarina yep. and ba- to to Ocarina and just the concept of that game him falling into a new world that kind of gives the the idea that you know he has different abilities it might not all even be real like he has you know reset hearts he has none of what he got from the previous adventure. It kind of makes sense. Yep. Uh, but in this game, I don't know. Like, are we going to start with three hearts again? It would make sense, wouldn't it? I guess. Because, again, you can beat the game. Like, you can beeline straight to them. Because I mean, Zelda even says at the end of the game, like, you may not be at a point where you've recovered all your all power. Your or but do we memories. go off that ending or the true ending? Where he did recover all the memories. I assume that has to be. Yeah. Because that's the only way you get the secret ending cutscene. Yeah, that's with the only the way you find out where basically where everything. So we have to be going yeah. off the true, the true, the true breath of wild. The ending. true breath of wild. Are there any memories that are locked behind? Oh, there is a memory locked behind a heart. It's it's a memory of the from the master sword. So you need at least eleven hearts. Yeah, to beat to the get game. all to get the. True you do ending. need the master sword to get the true ending. So maybe we'll start with eleven hearts. I'm fine with that. I mean, if they're making this game difficult, then damn, give us as much padding as you yeah, need. If the, yeah, if the first cavern is Gandorf's, like, if the first... If the like, first, we're walking into the yeah. big bad's lair, right? Yeah, I was about beginning. to say, if the very beginning is that we're walking into Gandorf's, like, cavern or lair, then yeah, give us 11 hearts and make the bosses, like, a little harder. That's yeah, fine with me. Yeah, So, is that everything for... We kind of got off characters there. We went to equipment as well, so... I think we can, I can cover everything on characters. Like, yeah. it's, uh, you put it best, like... The characters we know now like aren't completely fleshed out, which Absolutely. doesn't leave a lot of room for new characters. Yes, but I think that's a 
a perfect place for this game to be in because yeah. everyone already loves these characters for the little bit that they've been in. Yep. So you don't really need to waste the time uh, putting up new characters. And then the equipment is literally anyone's guess. Yeah. Like it's pretty. If they are going off the true ending, the most we can predict is that you will start with not three hearts, more than at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the was it eleven hearts to pull the master sword? Am I right on that, or is it like it's thirteen? Oh, it's thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Yeah, hearts. I thought I was wrong, but uh, yeah. So maybe at least that if because he does have the master sword. So yep, probably. So do we? Last thing on equipment because you did mention inventory expansion earlier. <laughs> Are we going to get Koroks in the depths of hell oh my God. <laughs> at the start oh my God. of the game? I, oh, my God. I hope not. No, I don't think there's any You chance. pick up the skull of, like, a <laughs> of like a, a once-living being. <laughs> yeah, you found me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I really hope not. I would be... Going back to the shrines in the overworld again, like, what if we go into the rusted shrines and you, like, that's how you can screen your inventory. Like, how many of those you that, complete? I think that's, that's a good way to that'd do it. That'd be pretty cool. I mean... Get Koroks <laughs> out of here, man. There's too many of them. I was about to say, do we... <laughs> Does Link have all 900 Koroks at the start of Breath of the Wild 2? Oh my god, I hope not. No. I, I w- Just Zelda's I, like, I can't believe that you went off and found all those Koroks, I would Link. want a fictional character to go through that much pain. Like, no thanks. Like, that can't happen. I don't know, inventory... It's it's a it's a minor detail, but it's an interesting one at the same time. Because the way to expand inventory in Breath of the Wild was absurd. Finding all those Koroks in those random locations. And it made exploration fun. But, like, we already have had the fun with exploration in that sense. Yeah. We need something new now. Like, if, like oh, my God. There would be outrage if they just read 900 more Koroks. <laughs> oh, we know how much you loved. Double the... <laughs> I mean, hey, if you double the inventory, maybe it'd be worth it. But I, I never even found, like, 100 Koroks. I just didn't waste my time yeah. with that. You don't even need that much inventory. Yeah, I was about to say, neither of us And you don't even get a reward for it. Yeah, I was about to say, 100%ing Breath of the Wild is the most painful thing, and you don't even get a reward for it. No, you don't. You got the Tunic of the Wild, I guess, which is like a reference. You don't to even the need the Koroks first. for that, though. You just need yeah, to get all say, the you shrines. You just need to do all the shrines. Like, there, there is a counter. There's like a, a percentage counter at the bottom of the Sheikah Slake map when you look. You know, you have to get every single like picture of every item in the game, every monster in the game to f- fill out your Hyrule Compendium. So, I hope... For completionists, I hope it's not as fucking painful to so 100% too. this game. Yeah. Uh, kind of like Hyrule Warriors wasn't that hard to 100%, so, you know. No, not bad at all. We'll, we'll see. So, drawing the line, I'm like I'm like visualizing a line, like a different, like a tree of ideas. Yep. Connecting that line to Back to the Vine Beasts. Okay. They are obviously massive in the story of the first Breath of the Wild, if you choose to go go to them yes they are either massive or not there at all yeah uh so but if we are going off the true ending which i think is reasonable yep all the divine beasts have been freed Mm -hmm. and are just kind of chilling in the world i guess what what do you think their what do you think their role is gonna be because i think it would be pretty stupid if they got took over again i think so too you can't do that again right yeah do the champion spirits reside in them because even when Link freed them, they stayed there, and they could control the beasts as ghosts, essentially. Yeah, they could. But I... they did vanish at the end of the true ending, so they are assumingly. But they seem they the seem picture. to be working on their own though. Go, but based off what Zelda said at the end of, at the end of the true ending, like he's, she's like, "Oh, Ruta stopped working." Yeah, yeah Ruta's kind of not. Oh working. yeah, that's right. Ruta. Maybe, shit. Maybe the descendants now operate them. That'd be that'd be definitely something, yeah. 
Sidon's like, I don't know how my fucking sister did this. Please help me. Zelda, please, I beg of you. Oh yeah, that that's what some people also theorize to be like the first mission in Breath of the Wild too. Fixing Varuda is you go to Varuda. So again, literally picking directly up, picking after. Up literally seventeen minutes. But after. from what we discussed, I don't think that I don't think that's actually the case. No. So I, un- I, unless like you do that first, and then there's a time jump or something. Yeah, but I'm interested. To, yeah, I'd be interested to see like how they work without the champions' yeah. influence. I was about to say, I don't think they're gonna get corrupted again. They really shouldn't. I they they shouldn't get corrupted again. Like you can't. That's the whole point of the first game. Like literally, that's Zelda's final words to you as as she goes to sacrifice like mm-hmm. herself to stop Ganon from absolutely rampaging over Hyrule. I and the and the puzzles aren't that like interesting. Like I I don't know. Like they're easy to complete. I enjoy doing them. Yeah, I, they, I, the the eerie music's cool and all, but I don't know. You can't go back. You can't you can't do this. You can't do the Divine Beast dungeon thing again. I don't think, which is why I think we're gonna get different, like more traditional dungeons. Yeah, there's only technically four dungeons in the original in the original Breath of the Wild game. Yeah, and yeah, they need to they need to find a different route to Divine Beast. If they're just there as like <laughs> almost like a prop, mm-hmm. I think I'd be okay with that. But they clearly work in some capacity. I mean, if they if they are back to working order and they are weapons. We'd probably use them against Ganondorf, right? Yeah, I would. Im- I would imagine, but I, I don't know because they were, they were like digged up by Vishika like ten thousand years ago. They like, they, like when they defeated Gan, they kind of just went away. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming this game is in a hundred years after Breath of the Wild takes place, yeah, yeah, or more. So they're still around, but I don't know if they need like a recharge after they've been used. Or... Oh, after that giant laser! I mean, in yeah. Age of Calamity, they didn't because no. you could fire that shit off like I will, yeah, one after the other. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. It's it's interesting for sure. That that I think that maybe they play a role when Hyrule Castle seemingly up in the sky. I mean, you can use that laser to shoot that sucker down. I was gonna say maybe there's just a huge. Maybe Ganondorf like breaks him like com- completely. He doesn't even possess. Oh him. yeah, he, he destroys him. He's like, all right. I'm not even fucking around anymore. Yeah. Decimates Yeah, them. he just destroys them. I think that... That be- would raise the stakes. Yeah, for sure. Like, when you finally get out of... Because I assume, like, Ganondorf is going to leave your asses and, like, go up to the surface. But you and Zelda are still trapped down there. So once you get out, the first thing you see is Ganondorf completely destroying all four Divine Beasts. That raises the stakes a lot. It's a pretty good... I think it's a pretty good place to pick up where we've left off with this conversation. Is Ganondorf going to be crazed or enraged in this game? And what right. I mean is, I get like, in, like crazed would be like, I think like he for he like doesn't know his place in the world, and he slowly puts together more so uses his mind like like Thanos in Infinity War, more mm-hmm. so uses his mind to plot his way around instead of just using brute force. Where like enraged, he's just slaughtering everything in sight and just mowing down whatever is in his way to get to where his end goal is. Because right. we're both in agreement that, like Ganondorf's gonna somehow get out, and he's gonna get out into the open world, and we kind of have to catch him as the player. Mm-hmm. But like, what is he? How? What is his mental state gonna be? Is he gonna be like a crazy like, and then slowly put it together, or is he just gonna be enraged the entire game? Yeah, I think we actually have talked about this when we were talking about voice actors for Ganondorf in a in a previous episode. I think this season as well, uh, where I compared him his story to the story of darth maul where uh, in the clone wars because in the clone wars they bring darth maul back after he gets bisected by uh kenobi in episode one but when his when darth maul's brother finds him he's on this trash planet he's 
just completely disheveled. He's got like cobbled together spider legs. He's he's at he's like insane. Lost all sense of himself and is completely and utterly just gone. And you know he just acts out in in rage and madness. And it's you know there's no coher there's no trace of the plotting conniving just uh precision like tactical Sith Lord that Darth Maul was and then becomes you know slowly he kind of gets his i guess not slowly with the help of uh these kind of magic wielders from a different planet uh darth maul regains his uh his sense of self and his his sanity essentially so i think they could do something like that where we start off finding ganondorf uh just completely absolutely no idea what's going on i mean when you're you got you got to have some crazy mental fortitude to not lose any of your sanity after being entombed alive for yeah, yeah, over a thousand yeah. years, probably. Yeah, pinned down by some some spectral hand. hand. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into what we think the origin of Ganondorf is uh, right yeah. after this, I assume. Mm-hmm. But I think if I ha- if I was a betting man, I would say that it's going to lean more towards he's going to be mostly himself pretty quickly. Like, if not immediately, I think he will have a good pace to, like, get back to the the Ganondorf that we normally know from the others, uh, from the other appearances that he's had. You know, just, again, kind of just pure evil genius, uh, you know, plotter and the king of thieves, the the demon king, just exactly. I think they will get him to that point. And I think it'll happen pretty Pretty, pretty snappy, to be honest. Do you, do you think he's aware of what happened while he was like pinned down or asleep? Like, do you think he's kind of like subconsciously awake already? I think so, because if we are going with a theory that I think you and I both have that Calamity Ganon was a puppet, hundred controlled by Ganondorf, because it seems like the malice originates from his body, and the trailer is seeping out of him in immense amounts. And in the trailer, we see his eyes, right? Like his eyes glow up and they're malice eyes that we fight mm-hmm. in the game. Same eyes as Clint I mean, again. Yeah. And the same eyes they have to like shoot arrows at to like uh, bring new paths. Yep. I mean, who's to say those aren't that he can see through those eyes? Oh, right. Cool reveal. Like he he's probably been watching. And, you know, if all this malice was his making, Probably not like he I don't I don't know the extent of his powers. I don't know to the extent of how he how he knows his powers operate. But it seems like if he formed Calamity Ganon, like that takes some that probably takes some like planning and calculating to do, right? Yeah. To make sure. to make the form to if it was his plan to conquer the guardians and turn them against Hyrule, I'd say he's he still has his tactical mind intact. I oh, I have it down here. Like if his if his quote unquote puppet was able to do all the things that Calamity Ganon did, then we're looking yeah. at probably the strongest Zelda villain in the lore right here. If it is Ganondorf, yeah. I mean, we saw a bit more of a refined Calamity Ganon in Age of Calamity's timeline. Yeah, where what Terrico? He actually got. possesses a human body. Yeah, he possesses. But a he's more still Calam- He's but he's still Calamity Ganon. He's still it's Calamity not- Ganon. I think it was what it was ta- the Harbinger Terrico yeah. kind of being 
absorbed into him, the dark Terracor, you could say. And also Astor. Astor's power probably uh, yeah. connected to that as well, where he has a more refined form, more humanoid shape. I mean, it seems like his plan was to make himself a new body since his body seemed pretty preoccupied being pinned down by a magical hand. Yep. The Calamity Ganon plot was probably kind of reincarnation, but like transferring his consciousness from his useless body now to a new, more powerful one made entirely out of indestructible malice. Yeah. So it's... I... Based on that evidence, I don't think he's going to be some crazed maniac. I think as soon as he wakes up, he's he's probably going to be he's going to be ready to roll. Yeah, at least that's what I think. Hmm. I don't know. I think I would like I would like to see him like he's just a maniac at first, and then he slowly <laughs> pe- like like if he I I kind of I kind of more on the, I'm kind of like on a different side than you. Like if he is just a slaughtering maniac at first, and then like slowly pieces it together like along the way, I think that would be. Again, because if, if he wakes up and he just murders everything in sight, again, that raises the stakes again. Gets yeah. out, destroys the Divine Beast immediately, raises the stakes again. And then he slowly, like, puts together, like, this plan now that, you know, our heroes are seemingly scattered. Mm-hmm. All the surrounding races are disheveled again. Like, yeah. I think I think that could, I think that could like, make the stakes as high as it's ever been. Like, okay, like, right away we see how powerful he is. And he doesn't even have his mind back yet. Like, yeah, wait till yeah. he gets that back. Then we're really in for an uphill battle. I, that could like if the goal of this story if the goal of the game is to get more of a story going than the first one i think that's a great way to do it but yeah. i also think that if he comes out and he, he's just like a tactile genius along with like a super strong villain that could work too there's a lot of different ways they can take it it's gonna be hard from the mess up ganondorf i think yeah i mean with the tone that they're seemingly taking with the trailer anyway just super dark super creepy like i would not be surprised if like maybe upon waking up like maybe the malice overtakes him for a bit, you know, like, yeah. cause with those malice eyes, maybe that's not him for right now. Maybe it's just pure. It's malice incarnate. He's more calamity Ganon than Ganondorf. Maybe yeah. as he first wakes up since that's really all he's been for the last hundred years is he's kind of been calamity Ganon. he has been malice. Yeah. So maybe when he wakes up, all that body knows is what Calamity Ganon knows, which is rage and yeah, hatred. destruction, all that stuff. So I think it's an equally likely possibility that what you're saying is true as well. And it it just, depend, it just depends on how this game is segmented up. Like, mm-hmm. how long are we underneath Hyrule for? Is that the true beginning of the game? Do we start there? And how long does it take for us to get out? How long does Gandorf have before... Does Gandorf pursue our heroes deeper into the cave in a rage state or if he does have his tactical mind back or if he just decides to rage in a different direction does he go to the surface and leave our heroes to try and claw their way out to catch up to him like we had predicted before it, it it's all just a this is why we need some new stuff there's so many directions that you could really glean from this trailer yeah the literally the only piece of information we have so far yeah it it's it's interesting. I think I would love either direction, to be honest. Oh, yeah. No, like I said, like the character of Gandorf himself is going to be really hard. They're, they have to really go out of their way to make him not an interesting character because this is yeah. a whole new Ganondorf we're dealing with here. Like this is this isn't Twilight. This isn't Ocarina of Time. Like this is so far down the timeline. And 
if he is subconsciously like alive, like the, if he was subconsciously alive this entire time, like that is who knows who's to, who's what's to say he doesn't know what happens in the age of calamity time. Like who knows? That's true. I mean, it's it's honestly crazy to say since it's basically confirmed, but like. <laughs> I guess it's really not confirmed that that is Ganondorf, you know? Oh my god, could you imagine? Could you imagine if that's not him and we've all been just barking up the wrong tree this entire time? I already said in the beginning, but you're not allowed to laugh at us if this age is just so, so horribly just wrong. Just so incredibly badly. But, I mean, it, he's got the flowing red hair, he's got the jewel in the middle of his forehead, he's got the Gerudo emblems on him, uh, and... I don't think this is just some random enemy because we see in the trailer like there's a lightning flash and you see what looks to be like the previous silhouette of this character kind of like reeling back as this hand reaches for him. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously of some importance. So it has to be Gandorf. Like, how do you I think that's this is the best way to follow Breath of the Wild up is bringing back the humanoid form, the character of Ganondorf. For sure. So it like it has to be him. So. Uh. If that's what, if that's uh, moving on from that, if you have anything else to say on the matter, good to go. Uh, let's talk about what we think his origin is. This Ganondorf. Well, how much of an origin do you think we're gonna get? Do you think we're gonna get a lot of Ganondorf? Like, it, hmm. Well, it's uh, we, need to, we need to at least know how he got to where he okay, is. Okay, okay. Then let me ask this. Right. Okay. Bring it, to bring it back to Infinity War, is this gonna be Ganondorf's game in a way? You really want this trilogy? You want this to be Ganondorf's game? Like and then like the next game, he, I mean, if if this is if this is Gandor's game, then yeah, I guess it is setting up for a trilogy. Like just I there's think... so many things pointing in that direction. But if if we're gonna get a Gandor for origin, you kind of have to make it his game now. That's true because this is this is kind of we don't really know if this is a new Gandor or not. Like this could be like Wind Waker Ganon or or Twilight Ganon. Like this game could. Whatever they do with Ganondorf here could like confirm or deconfirm whatever timeline Breath of the Wild takes place in, or it could just be something. It could be a completely new Ganondorf that showed up between the latest games of those timelines, and now we don't know. No, I think I think this needs to be a lot more character driven than than Breath of the Wild. Like this needs to be Ganondorf, Zelda, and Link. Yeah, because in Breath of the Wild, all your main characters are dead or not around. Yeah, so and even like it. even your player character Link, like it, he's more subtly characterized, and even even then, like most of what you learn about him is in the memories too, not even in like live, live story stuff. Yeah, journey that stuff that's out of your control. So I think, I think though, I think the Triforce Trio have got to have a huge focus, and I think that does mean like we got to learn a bit about Ganondorf. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because. Well, the the Gerudo texts we've we mentioned this before too. This is like my old. This is my like number one theory. Like the another like a male Gerudo has not been born for hundreds plural years, and that that's usually not normal because it's one male every hundred years, pretty but, much consistently. But, <laughs> but now there seems to be something interfering with the Gerudo like birth this like this birth cycle that the Gerudos have. And my theory is that the royal family Ganondorf ha- took all the male chromosomes. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It and it seems to always. I guess I guess we haven't really seen like another male Gerudo that isn't Ganondorf. Because Ganondorf isn't a title; that's just that guy's name. 
yeah G- ganon like the spirit like the the demon ganon is the title passed down yeah ganondorf i think is just like that one instance of that character we have he's kind of he's the only male gerudo we've seen so technically this could be if this isn't one of those two from the other timelines this could be someone this, this guy could not even be named ganondorf I think it'd be kind of strange, but just lore-wise thinking, like, that could be the thing. But I'm pretty sure the royal family, seeing that the Gerudo male seems to be uh, kind of the kind of like Zelda, like the princess of Hyrule and, and Link, like the, mm-hmm. the hero in green or blue in this case. Yep. Like, there's a pattern. He's the one that kind of is always connected to the Triforce of Power and the spirit of evil ganon so in an attempt to stop the cycle and create true lasting peace to just stop this the cycle of reincarnation of the king of evil they trap they lure the current ganondorf the current uh vessel for ganon into underneath hyrule causing him to like use the mouse to spread his mind elsewhere yeah well my thought was i think that's unintentional like i don't i don't know if this ganondorf had control over the malice before Breath of the Wild happened, or it just overtook him. You think, or if it was just like something that surprised him, even like he didn't even know he was capable of this. But I think the royal family, with the help of the Zonai, possibly because uh, a leading theory is that that hand is of, Zor- of Zonai origin, uh, which right. I-, I can see uh, based on some of the symbols and kind of like the the geometrical shape of like yep. the the golden uh, sort of rings on it. The bracelets, uh, I can, yeah. I can see that happening, and I think the uh, I think the zone I need more fleshed out anyway because it's just one of the biggest mysteries in Breath of the Wild, even by the developer's own words. So I assume they will have more we, of a his. Of we have no here. idea what we created. We should probably look into this. <laughs> we, should, we should probably look into this ourselves. But I think either the royal family, with the help of the Zonai, or just using like stolen or modified Zonai magic, Lord Ganondorf down there, and. S- and like so many royal families and sages or what have you in the Zelda lore have done before, they try to seal Ganon. Uh, this time, just trying to... Not killing uh, Ganondorf, just keeping him alive perpetually. Just in, yeah. just in stasis, so that the birth cycle of the Gerudo gets stunted, essentially. And no more males can be born to reincarnate the King of Evil. To basically just... They can't if they can't kill this guy, they just imprison him forever. There's a lot I, of yeah. There's ahead. a lot of questions that need answered about him. Like, like I, I, who's going to tell us about him? Where has he been all this time? Like, if he's able to like calamity Ganon, we know a lot about. Like, he appeared ten thousand years ago. He's back now. Like, what? Where was Ganondorf if it is him yeah, all, that's, during that's all this during all this time? Like. What, was it like, 1,000 years ago the first ancient hero fought, or was it 10,000 years ago? I 10. I think it's 10. Jesus I think it's 10,000. 10, I was about to say, has this, has this guy been here for 10,000 years? Uh, I was about to say, like, yeah, if if, it has, if a male hasn't been born for hundreds of years, seems like an understatement. Yeah, I mean, maybe I maybe I forgot about the uh, the exact wording of the Gerudo text, how how long in years they actually said in the in the Gerudo library, but yeah. I was about to say, was Ganondorf? It did Ganondorf have control over the malice, and like he was Calamity Ganon. Like he was just as Ganondorf, he was able to control the malice and just 
basically become like his true malice form at will, basically. Yeah. And that and te- and I guess by technicality that would also be Calamity Ganon. So that's why Impa said that's also Calamity Ganon. It's like we we need to know how old this guy is. Yeah, we we don't know how long he's been down there. We don't know if anyone alive currently has come across like his origins or knows anything about him because if yeah. it's ten thousand years, there's no way anyone's there's around. There's no no one alive. Like Impa's probably the oldest living character. Well, no, actually, no, that's a lie because a lot of the other races have a lot larger lifespans. I was gonna say maybe uh, the great dwarf. fairies. Was, ooh, that's a good that's a good one. Like those are pretty ancient. May, yeah, maybe they're like, connected to the. <sighs> Uh, maybe the Deku tree. The Deku tree might know. He he's probably been around for a hot minute. I, I don't know how much life he has left in him, but it's true. Maybe he, maybe he knows something in Korok Forest. Maybe there's always mysteries in Korok Forest. You can go and figure. I was out about stuff. to say like Lost Woods, Korok Forest. That place is like, always full. Of stuff. As far as like the game goes, there's no ancient text in like the library where you can dive into the lore a little bit. There's nothing really like that. So revealing his origin, I think, is a tall. Like that's going to be the most difficult attacking part. Like. Yeah. Making like fleshing out a story that makes sense. Maybe the Yiga has like information on him. We I go mean, back they, to their hideout. I don't know because I think they only formed a hundred years ago when when no no, no 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 hmm. because I think they're relatively relatively you know? recent. We're talking scales of like thousands of years. I think Liga are pretty recent on the timeline, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because I, I think they split because they, they split from the Chica. And that was during the reign. That was during the reign of the current royal family. So yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah, that be so that's unlikely. Yeah, I just don't know who's gonna have. Maybe because, Ganondorf will villain monologue it all to us. I don't know. Maybe he's the only one who knows. Yeah. I, again, like it's just gonna be a big old mystery about like what his what his motives are, where he's from, like why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna be a tall order for the development team to tackle, and if the game is supposed to be more story driven, that's gonna be one they have to hit. Yeah, and and they said it's gonna be dark, so this could get like pretty deathly serious, and it depends on how like how much of a truly fleshed out character they want to make Andorf, how much of the time they are going to devote to fleshing him out and such, as, even as the main villain that we may not see too much. I mean, hell, a very popular. Uh, albeit very out there theory is that Ganondorf I'm sure you've seen the hydrated Ganondorf uh, sort of things that have been going around where yeah he actually he's actually a good guy uh, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen no but I don't know it it's going to be weird uh, if you have nothing else on Ganondorf though I think that's a good segue to yeah no Ganondorf bad Ganondorf bad is our big takeaway Ganondorf is is likely going to be the main villain but yes I was about to say that's the hottest take you're gonna find here Ganondorf is is the main villain Ganondorf's an an antagonist I guess that leads us to the final of the trio that we need that probably needs a bit more fleshed out the final of the trio in which there's only a duo that have characterization yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like even even Link, obviously Link should have more characterization as well. Seeing as how the story is going to be happening around him this time, like there's just going to be a lot more plot happening like to him. I'm sure we'll get some more characterization for him since obviously we'll be playing as him. But I think we got to talk about Zelda's role, what she's going to do, if she'll be playable and how the Triforce fits into everything. Yeah, uh, where do you want to start with her? Uh, I think we should start, do you think, let's start with the technical stuff. Do you think she'll be playable? 
it's time, right? It has to be. Like I, I, I think so. Like, make it however you want. I don't. It'd be kind of cool if this game like completely switched roles and it had the Final Fantasy VII remake like battle style where you can flip back and forth between the two like yeah, during yeah. fights. That'd be pretty sick. But I don't. Her place, her her play style is gonna be so random. It, it has to be both light, like just the distance. I was about to say like we like we see the master in the trailer. Where the hell's the bow of light, bro? Yeah, like. But then again, like the bow of lights, I, I kind of like a stronger weapon than Master Sword, so she kind of just like one shot everything. But you can, yeah, I mean, she, you can scale it. I was thinking about this at work today. I was like, okay, where's the bow of light? They probably left it at the castle since it's probably it's like the most sacred weapon that the that Hyrule has. Yeah. So they're going to investigate whatever the hell is down here. They don't know what it is. They don't. I'm sure if they knew it was Ganondorf right away, they'd be like, all right, let's bring the bow of light and let's smoke this bitch. But. <laughs> He wakes up and he, just, he sees the bow. He immediately right dies. He's like, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, in Brawl, the Master Sword is part of Link's basic moves. The Bow of Light is Zelda's final smash. That mm-hmm. is the difference between these weapons. Yep. So, and I don't think Zelda's, like, up until this point, do you think Zelda's wielded a weapon? No, but I was thinking today, too. Like, what if they just take pe- pe- pieces of her sacred moveset from Age of Calamity and just work into her moveset here. I mean, if she if she has control of her power, right? Like, yeah, we she's able it, to in this time in this like canon timeline, we'll call it, I guess, just to differentiate the two. We've only ever seen we've only ever seen her use it to you to, to turn, seal to make a yeah, sun. Just to, to 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 invent the fucking sun and seal away Ganondorf. We haven't seen her use it in like little knickknack ways to defeat smaller yeah. scale enemies. Because I, I feel like in this in our canon timeline, or I guess in our main timeline, we'll say, I feel like if she had full control of her powers, like she does in Age of Calamity, they'd be a lot. She'd be a lot less like worried when like shit starts going down in the trailer, because it looks like she's pretty like like she's not trying to pull out. Like she doesn't pull out any light kamehamehas like she does in, in Age of Calamity. She she seems pretty terrified yeah. of what's going on. So she probably doesn't have full control over that. She in the time between she only has between the time between like now or sorry, and, between the time of End of Breath of Wild and now and to now. train with any weapon whatsoever to have Link maybe like teach her swordsmanship or something. And even then she's not gonna be even close to the same level as maybe even like a standard high Hylian knight. Yeah, like, and the bow of light, I'm sure wielding the four full triforce, she could use it. Yeah, but again, it's probably like you just don't wield that thing around willy nilly, you know? No, yeah, that's like even occasions only. I was about to say, even Link doesn't have it on him, so no. But that is the other weapon that they know that we know they have somewhere because it's pretty much the only guaranteed obtained weapon that you get. Mm hmm during the game like that is the one weapon that you will always get your hands on I'm no matter sure. what yeah so like i was about to say that because you have to do it you have to use it to com- defeat calamity, calamity ganon or you can use ancient arrows or whatever but yeah you no know. i i don't know i i think she i think it's time for her to be playable i think she'll be more of a puzzle character to be honest using the sheikah slate i think using she'll her, be our, using I think her I think she'll be our Sheikah Slate character, yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. She is like a Sheikah Slate moveset, like again in Age of Calamity, and Link's yeah. just like the brawler, essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to be weird taking taking both the champion abilities and the Sheikah Slate away from Link is going to be 
kind of strange coming off we of just, Breath of the Wild. We just get normie Link. You <laughs> normie because the that that's true because like the age. Sorry, Breath of the Wild is built so that like you can use your environment to your advantage in fights always. Yeah, like, you can beat Bokoblins to death by just slamming metal crates into them over and over again. You can stop like we're not gonna be able if if they just give the Sheikas like the Zelda, not Link. Your Link's not gonna be able to like use stasis and do the momentum shenanigans that he uses. He's not going to be able to throw bombs by himself. So unless they break out two Sheikah Slates out of nowhere, they might have to pass it back and forth. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, how that, that, do that, that's where I'm scared. That they're going to split them up immediately. Yeah. Go back and forth between the two because just because of the gameplay style. Now, like, uh, go again, ahead. sorry. Yeah, I just realized Link has a new hand. So that could be his Sheikah Slate replacement, you know? Uh, Keep that in mind because I have a theory about that that maybe you've seen. But okay, if the if both are playable, who do you think is going to be the stronger character? I mean, I think it's going to be. I think it's Link. I I think it's Link too, for the sole purpose of okay, it should be Zelda. If we're assuming Zelda has all three components of the Triforce and can wield the bow of light, it should be her. Yeah, it should be. But even she, and again, maybe this has something to do with the time skip from Breath of the Wild to now. Her power had dwindled. Since yeah. over the past 100 years, obviously using your power not stop for 100 straight years, mm. like maybe she's just like zap, like sapped of it, like she's, she's exhausted it. Completely. Oh, that's true. Because in Age of Calamity, she never gets like trapped with Calamity Ganon. No, she's like, so what if her power in this like timeline is just completely like almost exhausted and like useless? And she has to be like a melee fighter. Uh, that's actually a really good point. Because I'm oh, assuming, because I'm, I'm assuming, like in their travels, like her, she's not like regaining it. Like it's yeah, a magical I, power. Like even if it is 18 months after, which I think that's not enough time to back up 100. Like years for a sacred, it. I was gonna say for sacred power, that's like that'd be a of hell of hell of a recharge time. Yeah, if she's if she's like Hylian, then maybe she's maybe she's hit her max potential power like already in her lifespan. Like maybe she would need the help of like the dragon spirits or, or something to get the, her power the back springs, to full. Yeah. The yeah. Cause if that's the case, maybe like the Triforce itself is weakened. And that's why Ganondorf's able to break out in the first place. And, and those three dragons being the different components of the Triforce, or at least representing them, maybe that's how they become a bigger part of the story. Like I predicted the last time we talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, that's an interesting theory. And I think that's a good reason why as to why she, might be a, pr- a little nerfed uh, here than how you would normally expect her to be just lore lore wise. But what would you prefer as far as like a gameplay style goes? Like assuming both of them are playable, would you like it to be more of like an action RPG like the way Final Fantasy VII Remake is? Do you think they can make it work with the current elements within the and mechanics? Like what do you think? It's so hard because it'd be I sick if it was like Final Fantasy VII Remake just the two of them going back and yeah, forth yeah just two of them cool. going crazy that'd be so sick it's just you have to make them fight different you know like one just can't be a carbon copy of the other cause you can't just have you can't have Zelda do the same moves Link does she's definitely not that ex- not experienced enough to do that no unless they give us like a training montage or whatever but even then like I think I think they are both going to have to work in tandem to like solve puzzles in whatever like the new dungeons are. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the main thing. Like you have to you have to use each character or maybe like if you're just Link and you just have to like command Zelda to like move around kind of like in the Wind Waker dungeons when you have companions with you or if you can switch back and forth between them, which I think is more preferable. 
Yeah. Uh, that's how I th- think they will solve puzzles. Like L- Link will have like hand abilities, like spectral hand abilities, and Zelda will have the Sheikah Slate, and you have to combine both of them to make your way through the puzzles. It's just yeah. in combat, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how Zelda and Link are going to either cooperatively or like one I, I don't know how combat's gonna work with both of them. I don't know how their play styles are gonna be split up and, and equalized. I, I just don't know. I well, that's when the you one say, thing that well, really stumps me. We know Link. We know what Link's style is gonna be. I, I find it very hard to believe his moveset's gonna change at all. Yeah. Like maybe it's just what's, what's taken there. away, right? Like he yeah. I assume you will be able to use that arm in combat. But I if he doesn't have the, the Sheikah Slate... The, the Flurry Rush still, all that stuff. Flurry Rush probably, yes. But he'll have new abilities to probably replace the Sheikah Slate... With the hand, whatever that is. Or the champion abilities, if, you're, if your theory is correct that he doesn't have them anymore. So, it's just what is... Because there's, I think there's going to be stuff taken away from Link and, stu- and new stuff given. But then Zelda's just a completely new beast that just that'd be that'd be no cool idea. though if like that'd be cool though if like because there is remember the tutorial shrine like what if there's something like that but like it like goes into more detail how like link's been training zelda to like use weapons and stuff like that like because yeah. I, I you can't make her a sword fighter right like you can't do that dude fuck it dude hyrule warriors gave her a fucking rapier like give her her sword back i want her to be a sword fighter oh yeah doesn't she i want her I wanted Does to she, kick ass, dude. Doesn't she have a sword in Twilight Princess? In Twilight Princess, yes. I think she when she's possessed, she uses it against you. Oh, uh, we fight cool. her. Well, if she, she it's like Castlevania. She can just like like telekinetically use her sword. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool with her powers. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I don't know. I want her to fucking kick ass too. Like, I don't want so her do to I. be. I want. I want her to be a powerhouse like Link too, just with less like less brute strength and more just finesse the reason that she's strong is because of her finesse which right now she doesn't really have i don't think because of a hundred years of getting rusty for any yeah. sort of shit that she would have otherwise had uh and also i think like magically enhancing her attacks would be her main gimmick like she's less she can tank less hits than link she's just not as just beefy bulky as him not as much of an unstoppable force but a more technical fighter, a more disruption based, but also just can get in there and is just as fast as Link and can do all sorts of stuff. I want that to be the case. That's like my dream Link Zelda combat dynamic. But I think realistically, that's not going to be the case in Breath of the Wild 2. I, I think it'd be cool. All right. Like, I guess this can be a good segue into dungeon talk because we haven't really touched that upon that yet. But sure, yeah. Like if you complete like puzzles and dungeons, I think it'd be cool if you could if you could like split up like who gets heart containers, who gets stamina vessels. Because I'm assuming that's gonna stay too. Like okay, like I think it'd be cool if you can like make have one more hearts than the other, and the other is more stamina over the other. Like yeah. really just like set up who, like who's gonna serve what purpose as far as yeah. solving dungeons go. And I guess that's a good transition as to what dungeons are gonna be. So I think I think this is the I think this is a good point to talk about link's hand mechanic because mm-hmm. it's now your profile picture on twitter <laughs> yeah it's obviously I, there yeah it, it, it's zonai right it has to be something to do with the zonai i think so like i think that would be a perfect way to bring the zonai mystery 
like into the forefront. Yeah, yeah give them their give them their origins and like try and explain the link, like what his powers now. Maybe are. that is what the dungeons are. Like where they find the dun- they are Zonai ruins. Zo- the Zonai built the dungeons for whatever purpose they are. That, listen, this is a perfect little sequence of events here for those. Yeah, right. <laughs> implemented into the yeah lore. Yeah, but anyway, what was your theory about the hand abilities that you had mentioned earlier? It was a picture on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but I think I retweeted it. Okay. Link uses the hand to bring back decayed guardians to solve puzzles. I saw something like that where like he was controlling like there was a yeah. green aura, a green light yes. so the blue and and pink light of the guardians and you can control the guardian technology. I think I think that'd be that I mean that would obviously be sick, like controlling guardians and shit. It's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Again, like the things that harassed you so much in Breath of the Wild, you just take control over, like yeah. watchdog style hacking. Be, yeah, that'd to, be to, awesome. Yeah, to blow up obstructions, to get over certain areas, that'd be really cool. Oh yeah, no, that'd be sick. Uh, I don't. Very I, unlikely. I think that would, think think that would make it. sense. It would make sense. The Zonai and the Sheikah obviously worked together because there are Sheikah shrines in the middle of like Zonai mazes. Mm-hmm. either that or the and they're also like they must have also been like tight with the with the royal family because the spring of courage is in the zonai homeland you it know is. so either the sheikah repurposed these things or to like put the shrines in them or they worked together like in ancient times yeah so i was trying to think like would a zonai artifact be able to interface with Sheikah technology and i feel like there's a possibility that it could i think so too you know with also just just magic and shit being the the (laughs) obvious excuse but i think that'd be sick i've seen i haven't seen a lot of cons like specific abilities that the hand could have my question is does it like is link's hand gone like does it cut off that hand and just convert it completely into that into the zonai hand so do you, would you like think Luke Sky like Luke Skywalker cybernetic arm type shit? Oh, if Link had a cybernetic arm, that'd be cool. As uh, there's hell. concept, there's concept art, like official Breath of the Wild concept art where he has a like a guardian gun arm, like Samus. <laughs> yeah, basically, like like the like the Blight Ganons with the gun arms. He basically had a mini version of that. That but then he won't be able to wield the Hylian shield anymore. But we don't see that anyway, so that could be gone yeah. completely. But yeah, I was gonna say that could be gone. It's, I don't know. It has a lot of possibilities. Like either yeah. Link can u- lose his arm and get a completely robotic one, which we've never seen. That would be really awesome for a lot of reasons. Maybe it gives him like a magic move set where he can use I a think certain. So. Magic. Like I think there's going to be attacks linked to this thing. Like I, that's why I think it's going to be your Sheikah Slate replacement. Because I think Zelda's going to have that, and, and Link's going to has... have this, these new abilities that make him unique and give him a different purpose than the Sheikah yeah. Slate did. I think it's going to be like Link. Link. Force I think lightning. it's going to be Link. Link. That'd be fucking sick. <laughs> uh, but I think Link is going to be the more combat focused one, and Zelda is going to be, you know, the live, up to her, yeah. live up to her strategist. You know, triforce, triforce of knowledge, uh, or triforce of wisdom. Sorry, uh, same, I was same, watching. Same. I was watching a video where he was talking, where there was something about this, where like, Zelda is the puzzle solver. Like, they both have to work together to do puzzles and combat, but one clearly specializes in, in the other. The other, So they complement each other in both yeah. aspects. A great team. That, a great team. I think that's 
I was about to say reinforcement of the story of them being a great team through gameplay. I think that's that's the direction they should go. Obviously, that's very, get, that's get very... that Link and Zelda romance going. Please. Uh, we have to end with that, but yeah, we'll we'll end with that. But yeah, dungeons. What do you think they're gonna be like? Because obviously, they're not gonna be like Divine Beast. Do you think there's more? The, so the general consensus is there's four. Like without the DLC, there's four dungeons. Mm-hmm. And a fifth, and a and a fifth one in the DLC in the that DLC. is immense. It is the it is basically every, the all the divine beasts. Yeah, yeah. So do you think there are more than four? Do you think there are less than four? Do you think there are more? Do you think there are more story? Do you think there are more story implemented, and you actually have to go to them, or are they going to be optional again? Like what what are we thinking here? Because I think the biggest for traditional Zelda players, the biggest complaint with this game was the lack of like traditional dun- dungeons. Yes, and even playing Link's Awakening, like you and I did. Yeah, a lot more thinking went into those than solving the Breath of the Wild ones. Yeah, like the, like the shrines are all mini dungeons essentially. Yeah, like if you get a bunch of shrines, pu- shrine puzzles, and put them into one thing, that would probably be the basic length of a dungeon. Yeah, uh, just using different gimmicks, but I don't know. I think you're gonna find one dungeon in the underground area where you fall after you encounter Ganondorf. It might be it might be your first mission honestly the dungeon is the path to ganondorf yeah i mean it's probably it would be a tutorial dungeon or maybe not even considered a dungeon at all but yeah a tutorial yeah i i don't know where they would be though like we've explored that world like where could they be like they must all be hidden mm-hmm. and that's why i think it would be good to make them all zonai stuff because making them zonai you could i think that would have an easier time story-wise of explaining why we didn't see them in the first game where they were hiding, how to unlock them. And we talked about this earlier, like, the Sheikah storyline's kind of done. Yeah, like, the, I was about to say, the Sheikah, the Sheikah did their part. They they prepared the hero, they trained him, they made him stronger through their shrines and trials. Mm-hmm. And then the monks have all faded away, essentially. Yeah. Uh, assuming, does the, does the Breath of the Wild 2 version of Link, has he done all 120 shrines? Uh, I feel like has he, he had. Like yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh, but you know, like he, he like the towers helped him, the shrines helped him. The Sheikah have done their part, basically. I mean, it feels like it might be. No, it, it's not in vain because now he's prepared. Like I was about to say, like they, he could defeat Calamity again just for Ganondorf to rise. But now he's, you know, he's more powerful than ever. He's, he's got this. Yeah. So. I think the Zonai would be cool. I mean, it would just be a pretty easy substitute, like. Instead of Sheikah structures, you discover Zonai structures, you know? Yeah, uh, but the Zonai structures are bigger and more elaborate and and more dangerous and ancient than, than even the Sheikah structures. You know, mm-hmm. again, raising the stakes a bit. Uh, also pro- providing a clear kind of dia... Ah, shit, what do you call it? A clear... Um, dia I guess comparison. <laughs> uh, a comparison between the 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 Sheikah way of doing things you know a bit of a smaller zone yeah the smaller Zonai scale way. like the, you know Sheikah were smaller scale they were basically ninjas smaller scale keep to the shadows uh you know they obviously had huge big scale things like trial of the sword and all those crazy things but the zonai seemingly a people more even more ancient than the Sheikah, made structures m- monolithic structures in the craziest of places like in the middle of the ocean, in the harshest tundra biome that you can find. Underwater exploring has been theorized. Rumored. Yeah, I was about to say, 
that would be a, a easy way to expand Hyrule. Underwater caverns. Oh my god, that'd be sick. But yeah, underwater exploration would be an easy way to expand Hyrule. People, I think in every like 3D Zelda, there has been some sort of underwater uh, thing. Like Ocarina of Time, you had the god, the water temple, the infamous water temple. Uh, and then, you know, you had the same same thing in, in uh, Twilight Princess with the Zora armor, which we have. Uh, in this game so it would just need to be repurposed for for movement underwater i was gonna say it's very vanilla and like maybe some people wouldn't like it because of how like straightforward and simple it is but an easy way to affiliate yourself with the races again is to go back like oh there's a zonai underwater temple there's a zonai mm-hmm. like death mountain cavern there's a zonai one in the sky which literally hyrule castle is going to be in the sky we haven't even talked about that yet there's uh-huh. one in the desert in the Gerudo region. Like it's an easy way to it's an easy way to go back to the villages that you were in in Breath of the Wild, yeah, and still like have his, some implications on the plot. Like historically, Lake Hylia has been a place where there have been like secrets and and dungeons and such. Uh, and Lake Hylia and Breath of the Wild really doesn't have anything of that. At least not the not as we know it now. But there's a shrine in the Drat and the oh what spirit the spirit of power I think he. Oh, I oh, think it was no, it's I think courage, courage, courage. Courage. Yeah, he, he yeah, comes out of there sometimes. He flies around in there, yeah. So I was about to say that already gives it some importance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even just the name alone, it's it's named after the goddess of Hyrule. So, yep. you know, obviously has a place of importance. That could be an easy place to put, to stick a dungeon. Uh, also as a reference to Ocarina of Time, because that's where one of the dungeons was before. So underwater exploration would be cool. Uh, you could explore the oceans of Hyrule. Like, there's a bunch of there is a bunch of ocean between here and and uh, what was it? What I what's the island called again? Eventide, Evertide, Eventide, Eventide Island. Yeah, Eventide Island. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you, you I was about to say you could go out into the ocean. I've heard some people say they want in like better sailing mechanics because instead you know, Korok leaf on instead a, of just the Korok leaf, just spamming the Korok leaf in, in on a wooden raft. Get some Wind Waker in there. I was about to say, get some Wind Waker in there. Uh, that could be another way they could expand. And yeah, like Zonai Ruins could be like in all the places that we just couldn't go, you know? Mm-hmm. So like maybe you have to revisit the the mazes to find a secret secret entrance that wasn't there before. Uh, and then maybe the maze continues underground and there's your dungeon right there. Yep. You know, because I was about to say, they, they put a maze in like every major biome in Hyrule, like out yeah. in the ocean, in the snowy tundras, in the desert as well. I believe the the kind of rectangular structure was also zone I made. Uh, there's also a bunch of there's just there's just a bunch of other things that you could use for like dungeon entrances, like the like that one missing statue of the seven that's all the way in the freaking Heber region. Yeah, they even have the um even in the Gruda region they have the they get to a shrine i think they have the statue swords pointing in different directions yeah for little for stuff those. like that yeah so i still think there's plenty of ways to to put in these structures where they wouldn't have other they obviously weren't there before yeah because uh, there are just so many mysterious places that can be fleshed out to be like oh this was where the zone i chilled out at one point and built a dungeon uh I think the purposes of the dungeons would be an interesting thing to go into because I don't know why exactly they would build them unless they're to guard something. Do you think the zone I live underground? 
maybe they moved there. And maybe uh, there, and maybe we get some there, backstory. There have been theories that like either this link descended from the Zonai or this Ganondorf descended from the Zonai. Someone's uh, from the Zonai is what I was about to say. So one of our characters might have connections to the Zonai or just the royal family in general. I say why not uh, Zelda? Like, well, she just knows about all this stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's able to get like to tap into her Triforce of Wisdom and or just again the full fucking Triforce that she yeah. apparently has. I feel like the Zonai might be the key to unlocking the secrets of the Triforce and why it's just all in Zelda right now. Mm-hmm. I think just like this mysterious ancient race that seems to worship like like in in the Zelda like con in the making a leg- making a champion book. Yeah. Uh, they say like that they have they make the Zonai make structures of like three prominent animals. There's an owl, a dragon, and a boar. A primitive version of the Triforce: you know, Owl for wisdom, Boar for power, Dragon for courage. And I was about to say, like the the giant Zonai dragon head houses the spring, the 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 spring of wisdom, or sorry, the spring of the courage, rather. Yeah. So I think the Zonai could have a just have a massive connection to so many, you know, like Zelda staples that are just now way more mysterious in this game. You know. Yep. Uh, even in the the ten thousand years ago mural, uh, sort of backstory thing that Impa talks about, the hero's hair, like Link's hair, is Zonai, red, yeah. is red and flowing like Ganondorf's. So people say that people are saying there could be a connection there, like Ganondorf was the hero in this timeline or something. Oh my god, that would be like something. ten thousand years ago, and maybe that hero Ganondorf is is the one that is here like it's trapped under hyrule castle for all these years and now he's evil and now he's evil and then there might be a chance to like make him good again things like that there have been crazy out, out there theories which i can't blame people for having because oh, we're God. grasping at every piece of information we can get yeah it's officially been two years i mean i i right now if i was a youtuber i'd be making video theories about this stuff yeah, I mean it's super entertaining. Like I, I want to hear like all the alternate like possibilities people have. Uh, people have, like try to bring in the Leviathans into things because you know apparently they're just there's, there. There's great extinction. Uh, apparently there are Dodongos chilling in Hyrule somewhere because there are giant footprints down at the base of Death Mountain uh, that are basically like confirmed to be a Dodongo footprint. Footprint. Yeah. So we could have new enemies. Uh, just. The entire underground, I think we're going to be exploring just the underside of Hyrule. Very physically, like literally, but also mm-hmm. metaphorically as well. Maybe like the dark side of the royal family and such. Kind of like the yeah. Shadow Temple and Ocarina of Time where like that that thing was kept to like keep prisoners of war and like dark, like execution tactics. Not by great the royal things. Family. Not great things. Uh, I think the Shadow Temple was actually in... Uh, no, it was not Green of Time, I think, because they talked about the uh, the royal family, which wasn't present in Majora's Mask. But if they want to go dark with it, that's how they do it. They they go to the darkest places in Hyrule. So I just I guess this this kind of developed into Zonai, Zelda and Ganondorf plus Dungeon Talk, this whole segment plus Link. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 
I'm I'm trying to draw my my idea tree again. No, it's good. It's all because they, they have to be correlated in some way. Like I find it hard to believe that there's gonna there's gonna be suddenly just dungeons that appear in the overworld of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. They they either have to be in the sky, which seems like we're going up there eventually, or below the ground. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's kind of sucks, but I don't know how much of the main story is gonna take place like in the world that we know. Yeah, I think most of the conflict, like the big overall conflict, will be on the surface. Because Ganondorf's going to the fucking clouds. Yeah. So we might get some Skyward Sword stuff going on here. <laughs> and they're like, I was about to say, there's the ancient, there's like that one ancient temple with the gigantic goddess statue in it. That That's where you get the, that's where the chests appear for the uh, the Tunic of the Wild set when you... Oh, Forgotten Temple. The Forgotten Temple. Yeah, the Forgotten Temple. Like that, that's been theorized to be like the Skyward, like the Skyloft Temple, I think. Or, it, or no. I think yeah, may, no. Uh, there's some there's some Skyloft reference in there. Yeah, some, that, something that, about that, like the giant yeah. goddess statue. People are saying like it's the same one you see in whatever temple it was. Oh yeah, no, sure yeah, was... that's right. You're right. You you're you're at the right place. Yeah. I, I just don't know if this if I don't I don't know if the temple was on Skyloft in Skyward Sword if it was on the surface. I for, I forget. But like we're gonna if, find if, out in July. If that's like that's the beginning of the Zelda fucking universe. So yeah. that temple's old old, and there's nothing really there except a couple guardians you know a couple <laughs> oh no sorry it's not the one where like it's just a bunch of them right yeah it's in the dark and then like you walk through and it's just it's just hell it's like on earth all lasers on you but yeah but yeah you're right you get through that and then there's that giant statue with the skyloft symbol at the very top which is like an easter egg quote unquote yeah, like, and, why, that, and that's like, why also, would that's also guardians, where you get the tune for the wild yeah, yeah like those are like those guardians were put there by the royal family, like they didn't all just go there because they're all deactivated guardians. They don't have legs. Yeah. So, the royal family wanted to protect something there, but really, there's there's nothing of like crazy note there. Like no. at least progression wise. Listen, if thieves wanted to take the tunic of the wild, I'm fine with it. It's not that special. I think what the spirit, the dragon of power, flies over the canyon where that yep. temple is located in. I don't know the dragon's name, but yeah, you're right. Uh, like Dinral Din, or something. Din, Dinral, yeah, that's it. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, we got like the dragons, the Zonai, the Forgotten Temple. Like, there are so many seemingly huge things, huge parts of the mythos of this new Zelda world that really have not been explained at all in the first game. So. This game has the chance to just connect all these pieces together in a crazy way. There's a lot of questions and an opportunity for even more answers, and that's the exciting. That's that. That's part of the pro why you don't have such a story-driven game in the first one. Now you have a sequel yeah. where you can add, connect all these dots, and make your own inferences and stuff like that. Huh. Well, I, do, you, do you have anything else before we get to the main, the main event? Uh, I don't, so we, we can just go uh, right I'll, ahead. I'll, I'll, fl- I'll flip through here that in these notes I've had for over, over two years. Yeah. Over 365 days. Yeah, oh, wait, Sorry, two years, two years, sorry. All right, yeah, we covered Ganondorf, we covered Link vs. Zelda as far as power goes. We covered... Oh, okay, there's the final idea. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all it, was, right. it, it was always leading to this. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Zelda Link love talk? Always has been. Always <laughs> and, has been. All right. And yeah, that's it. Uh, it it's been laid out for us like it has been hasn't been since Skyward Sword. Probably is the most heavy, the most romancy. Yeah, and, and even then, it's not until like, now. Until now, yeah. anyway. 
where literally we have Cass, who I hope we see in Breath of the Wild too. Oh yeah. Cass is like, look, um, the princess loves you, dude. Like, I don't really know how else to put it. She, she's got a thing for you. Like, I don't know what it is, but you know, you, then you have her. age of calamity where like Link yeah, is you... single-handedly fighting off four blights to save Zelda and Zelda. And we like, see her power off. activity. Yeah. And we see her power activate in both games because of her quote unquote love for Link. Yeah. Cass is like, dude, she's got a thing for you. Like you got to make your move. And yeah, it's it's kind of funny because this is the most in depth we've seen Zelda and Link's connection, and it's not even in real time. Yeah, it's in so memories. It, it's all in the past. But yeah, what is there? Not even like a romantically. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit here and there because you know how great we are with romance talk on this podcast. Oh, but of course, yes, the yeah, shipping talk, sly baby. Uh, <laughs> what is their relationship going to be like? Was their back and forth going to be like in this game? Like it can't all just be. What, what what would you call it? Trailers? Uh, not trailers, obviously, but like clips. Like they can't be like CG clips. They have to be like some in with the, yeah, move, like moving within like, the gameplay. As they're walking through a dungeon, I imagine the Zelda like commenting on like where they are, what they got. It's it's gonna be weird. Like it's gonna be a lot of just Zelda talking Talk and Link, I'm Link presumably like, saying nothing. Link either like nodding and saying like, oh, yep, or like something like something to affirm that he is like hearing her it would yeah, be kind of weird to be honest if link didn't talk at all like in in lore like it's if it's just those two in a situation do you, like do, you link, count, link, like, do you do you count like the text bubbles or you can pick what you say as talking or no i or think so like i think he talks during those in like lore like he has to. Like there are like, snarky responses. Yeah. yeah, like he he has snarky ass responses to some of these people. No, Link like, he's got a personality. Yeah, yeah. He because it's like, are you the hero? And it's like, I am he. <laughs> and just he, there he are lots of little charming. Place. Yeah, there are like there are lots of little things where it's like he's just kind of a goofball sometimes. And yeah, like he has opened up to Zelda. He has told. He has spoken Literally. to Zelda. As to why he doesn't talk, you know, because he has a huge burden on himself, but mm-hmm. or like carrying the burden of others as well. But if it's just him and her, I feel like lore wise, he should feel comfortable enough to just talk at least. In those you know? situations, I imagine we'll get like the text bubbles where Zelda like says something, you can respond. With oh, the... that's actually I didn't think about that. Like in real gameplay time, you can like choose a. Option. Yeah, it's not going to be like Fire Emblem or like where it's just, everything's voice acted and Patricia Somerset just saying three thousand yeah. lines. But no, it's I think it's going to be like yeah, Zelda's like oh like this is what this is why we're here. This is what the purpose is. And Link asks a question or he just like does the three dots and we just keep going. I imagine there'll be a lot of that, but like. I don't know. I, 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 I'm really interested to read what Zelda has to say because we don't yeah. know, like, for as much as we know about her, there's just as much as we don't know about her. And yeah, I, I feel like we, this kind of goes back to the movie point you made, like, or TV show thing you made. Like, we know the most about Link, but of all the elements that are present in this game or what could, could be present, he's the least interesting character. Yeah. And it's I because mean, like, he, he has a personality, but like, we know so much about him already. Right. I mean, I still think he could be like, we don't know anything about his past or anything either. No. Like, he, I think I personally think he's just as interesting to learn about as the other two. Well, there was there was like his isn't the Japan Japanese version have like his journal. 
in the game and they I think they cut it out of all versions. Like I don't I think it's like you can data mine it and you can find it. Yeah, I know but, definitely I know it definitely exists because it has a picture of him and his dad and sister. And his but... dad and sister. I think that was in Creating a Champion, uh the concept uh art book that I saw hit that picture of them in. Damn. But apparently like he was he was from somewhat of a nobility because his father was a knight. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I think I think at some point the the care like Zelda and Link are gonna be super downtrodden, right? Like they're gonna be just kicked to the curb, maybe right at the beginning of the game. But I imagine that normally this narrative plot comes like middle middle of the of a plot normally. Where yeah. They're like kicked to the ground, and things are looking bleak. I think is like the Dark Knight of the Soul or something uh, is like the actual cinematic or or plot term that is used for this where the heroes need to like pick themselves up like they're they're at their lowest point i think while they're at their lowest point that's where we're gonna get the most character building i think i because i think that that's when they're going to talk you know like conversate yeah i think that's where they're going to reflect and just kind of talk about things you know Mm, this is all everything that we talk about has come back to how long has it been since Breath of the Wild took place? I know. I, I would love if Zelda like asked Link questions about like what happened in Breath of the Wild, like when she wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind of implied that subconsciously she's with him the whole time. So maybe she mm-hmm. just knows. But yeah. I would love to like get like little story bits of like, oh, I actually did this in Breath of the Wild. I actually did all 120 shines. And if you didn't, there's an option for that too. Yeah. Or and it's like, I, I'm also interested to see like what Zelda like how Zelda views the world now that she has mm-hmm. been freed and got a haircut and now they're going to find like it's kind it'll kind of be a weird thing between like her and Ganondorf like they're kind of in similar situations like they developed seen... dialogue that would be some cool dialogue that'd be right fucking there. sick yeah like they they both have like kind of seen Hyrule you know in a way just not as them like yeah. they've both been trapped for many years ganondorf for much longer seemingly but they're both just now kind of coming back physically into the world you know Mm -hmm. so it'll be a cool sort of uh diometry there between those two uh and link will kind of be the catalyst link will be there to help zelda you know yeah uh but ganondorf will i mean he's obviously evil anyway but it's just (laughs) i wonder I just wonder how he'll be like, will he find allies or will he do everything on his own? Oh, he has to have help, doesn't he? I mean, maybe. I like, don't know. It'd be kind of boring if he just resurrected the same monsters, but he has to have some sort of help. Like maybe yeah. that's why he goes to maybe he maybe he starts in the sky and like gets allies from up there and then comes back down to the surface. Or maybe he has allies what in the caverns. Think, who do you think is in the sky that he's going to find? Isn't Demise the first villain of... Skyward Sword, isn't he like the first villain? Well, yes, Dem- yeah, Demise is the first villain of the Zelda series. His he curses the blood of the goddess and the spirit of the hero. To all- he curses basically himself, like Ganondorf. He he curses Ganondorf, whoever possesses the blood of the goddess and whoever possesses the spirit of the hero to infinitely reincarnate and wage this battle over and over and over again forever so, so if gandor's like dad we gotta finish the job man and he just gets demise i mean demise definitely not in the sky demise is fucking he's gone he's gone for good 
Maybe. I mean, if they brought Demise back, that'd be fucking crazy. But I feel like if they brought Demise back, it would take away from Ganondorf. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't do that. So, but back to Zelda and Link. I don't know, man. I want Link to talk. Like, I don't want, I don't, I do not think they will have him talk with a voice. Like, he will talk through speech bubbles throughout the whole game. I want him to talk at, like, the very end of the game. I want him to say a word. I want them to give him, give his voice actor an actual line to say. And then recognize him in the credits, all that stuff. Yes, exactly. And, and I want, I want there to be a romance, man. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be hard because they want this game to be dark, you know? But I still want there to be room for that romance because I think I think it would just make these characters like so much more. I think the act of writing that out would flesh them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would be. I don't know. That'd just be a whole different side of them that we've never seen before. But it's there, like it would be relatable at the same time. There isn't Zelda without Link and there isn't Link without Zelda. It's just time to recognize that. I I I truly think it's time. Like, they did it in Skyward Sword. They just didn't make it official, but it was obvious that, you know, this is the most, uh, like, this is the most love those two showed yeah, for, it, like, it, for each other. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I think it'd be awesome. I think so, too. Like, I, I just really want it to happen, you know, because it, it would just be, I don't know. I think it would just be such a good story yeah like they're you know just how how those two have fit into their roles how their their roles as the hero and the princess have consumed them their entire lives to Mm -hmm. the fact where to the point where link doesn't speak and zelda could barely be herself and do what she wanted to do and we saw that in the memories yep i think they can relate on that you know i think they need to acknowledge I think it would be cool if they acknowledge, like, again, at that, like, lowest point that they're at, they acknowledge that they're extremely similar, and they probably understand each other more than they even knew that they did, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, just, just how they've set themselves up, how they have set up these characters, and, and how their, their mental states right now, I think it could, like, be really it could just be really something, you know? And I don't know. I It's hard to explain because I just want it to be good. I'm not a yeah. romance writer, but I just really want it to be good. And I feel like the foundation is just so well built up that they just yeah. got to, they just got to hit a home run with it. We're not asking for anything crazy either. Like no, not nothing, nothing like mushy, gushy romance, but with just a connection, like an obvious connection. Yeah. Like give spiritual. us a kiss at the end. Like, <laughs> give us a kiss, give us a link line and I will oh. be, a hug 10 something. out of 10 game game of oh. the year baby oh my god yeah 2027 game of the year but <laughs> yeah like just something like uh, uh, like let, let there be a spiritual connection like let them both be vulnerable like that's kind of like the point of having the two like they whatever yeah. one's the yin one's the yang like they compare they, they're perfectly compatible and it's just so interesting that it just be such it'd be so cool to see it like i don't want this to be the last game in this universe but if it is like that'd be such a cool way to close it out like zelda starts by like resenting link and link is just trying to do job, and now they're both like there, like on a different level we we learned about how zelda kind of changed her perception of link i want link to like lay his heart on the floor and tell zelda 
how he feels about her, you know? Yeah. Like, what he thinks about her f- from, like, the first moment, like, they met. Basically, read... just, like, the the the, opposite, the flip side of how what Zelda did. I read your journal. I did think you were a dweeb. <laughs> you couldn't activate your power. <laughs> right. But I think this could be the most human that these characters could be. That's so important, too. Like, I, I don't I know. So. I... I really have like connected to these guys' story. Like the more I've researched it and the more that I've I've just seen it, seen all the pieces that I could find in in the game. Yeah. And the subtle hints and like the little things. I don't know. I I've really gotten invested in it and I want to see it pay off. I don't want their connection to just not be explored at all in this game now that they're finally together and yeah. will seemingly be hopefully together for the majority of the game yeah that I, it's i think that's important too i like we said earlier they i really hope they don't break them up because then yeah. it'd be really awkward if they have that connection like at the end of the game like when they just finally like reunite mm. that'd be so but yeah this is gonna be a slow build throughout the game like the small little speech bubble dialogue the big events the the the, the, the gameplay the combat all that stuff's gonna add up to what this relationship's hopefully gonna hopefully going to end up being like a spiritual emotional bond yeah i don't want to say i don't want to say physical because i don't want to give people the wrong idea (laughs) yeah yeah i I think that's really important that because that that's going to prompt up the stakes too yeah because now you know they're they're more connected to each other than ever they're going to want to protect each other more than themselves they want to protect each other more than themselves so we could get like Hawkeye and and Black Widow fighting to sacrifice each other first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I obviously don't want I don't really want that. But like, uh, yeah, it raises the stakes because, you know, there's more at stake. Emo- like emotion, literally. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's probably hard for you guys to it's, it's hard for us to like vocalize how we're feeling about this i think at least on my end it is without it sounding awkward with without it sounding just like we have no fucking idea what we're talking about which may yeah. be true could be but i don't know i th- i think it's time like i think this game can break a lot of a lot of ground for for zelda tropes you know yeah and the switch itself like to take it out of actual game talk for for me like the switch is really just taking a lot of chances with these franchises like as a whole, like not just Zelda, but like every franchise, basically, yeah, like, they they, they yeah. branched out and done something different, and this is the chance for them to branch out and do something different in a new way. Yeah, Breath of the Wild one mechanically shook up the Zelda formula a lot. I think, I think that I think its sequel should narratively shake it up a lot, like a lot more than what we're even used to. Like every Zelda plot is different and has its own shakeups from the from the norm. I want this to be like the one that breaks. Every, like that just breaks out of all those expectations and does yep. the the things that no one would even think could happen in a Zelda game thus far. So mm-hmm. I cannot believe that this is uh, that everything that we've said today could be bro- made or broken tomorrow. Today, literally today, when you're listening to this. Oh yeah, was, when you're listening to this, I put in the beginning of the episode, <laughs> but noon Eastern time, nine a.m. Pacific. You're gonna. You're going to have a 40-minute window where you're going to find out if you're going to know our exact thoughts and feelings. If we see it or if we don't, I'll be at work. Tyler will be. I'm I'm assuming be where home. he's sitting. I'm assuming where he's sitting home. right now. 
and it, I swear to God, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk out if there's nothing at work. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay clocked in and just walk out. Like I'm oh, out of here. Boys. I can't. I, this is ridiculous. But I mean, th- obviously, not all of our, not all of our questions are going to be answered by whatever they show. If anything, we'll get more questions. To be completely yeah, honest. to be honest, if anything, we will get more questions. But I think the best that we can get out of this trailer, that I assume, like. I don't think we can expect more than a trailer. Like, I don't think we get like any in-depth analysis. I don't think we get any like post like commentary on the game. Even I think it's like a trailer and then move on, you know? Yeah. I I, I think if anything, this will give us a bit like the direction of the game will become a bit more narrower. Like the, the speculation bubble will become a bit tighter. Yeah. Of what's going to be in the game. We'll have a bit more direction to go off of. You know what I mean? What if he, what if, what if it's like, Okay, you're getting a Breath of the Wild 2 direct in the future. Like, he gives an actual date. And they don't show it tomorrow or today because they don't want to take from Skyward Sword. I've heard that, and I think it's the dumbest fucking thing. I think that's super dumb. No way. Because, like, people are there to see Breath of the Wild Wild 2. We know what Skyward Sword is. We're not here to watch Eiji Numa fling those $70 Joy-Cons around on the screen (laughs) and hold the freaking $30 Amiibo. We're we're there to see... We're there to see... At most, a new trailer. Yeah. At the very least, he, like, gives us a rundown of what the game's about. I don't... I don't know. Like, this is one of those games I don't really want to direct for, you know? I just want a release date. Because I don't really want to be spoiled for... Like, I want to experience this game, like, super blind. Yeah, I kind of want to, like... If there's, like, another trailer, I I don't know if, like... I'll definitely no, trailers watch it, is but... trailers. I don't really mind because I want a healthy balance of like speculation and like, but, like I but like no. Like if there's a treehouse, you're not watching that. Like you want to go in blind. I don't. I don't know if I'll be able to avoid it. You know what I mean? Because exactly. that's big. That's going to be all over YouTube, and YouTube's like the only thing I watch anymore. So it depends, but. I don't know. I I think it's unlikely that we get a Zelda like a Breath of the Wild two strict direct. I don't think it's one of those games. You know, like, I, I don't think we're going to get a full 40 minutes covering everything the game has to offer. Yeah, because they don't need to do that. No, like, this game is so highly anticipated. If they show nothing more, like if they show a release date and like a new trailer. I think everyone's going to be happy. They win E3. They, they will win E3. I mean, they'll win E3 the moment the Smash logo comes on screen. Everything else is just the icing on the cake. It's so fucking true. Like, good God. For, I mean, for such shit. a hyped up... Microsoft did a, well. Microsoft did very well. Yeah, but, like, for such a hyped up E3, holy shit. Like... Yeah, it hasn't been... It, it wasn't... Again, we knew our expectations wouldn't be... At even the our time, subconscious expectations wouldn't be met. At the, t- at the time of recording, apparently Capcom just added the list of duds. Yeah, it was just stuff we already knew, a DLC along, that we yeah, didn't along, know along about. Yeah, with, along with Square... Oob. Um, yeah. Again, Microsoft did fucking. Yeah, really Xbox good. and Beth to see. Beth to see. Beth Um, yeah. They is they like they, the... did, they did well. Yes, it is. Just whatever like you're our, Yes, that, it is. That that's our that's our equivalent of Brock calling Sothis syphilis. Yeah. No, mine. That's definitely a better mess up. But yeah. yeah that's a Xbox up, and but... Bethesda did pretty well. But yeah, it, the ball is in Nintendo's core, and this is ultimately. 
it's not even the door isn't even wide open. It's just a gaping hole in a wall. It's yeah, it's it is literally all they have to do is show a Smash character and they win. And they That's win. It. <sighs> I've been seeing a lot of pre direct pessimism on Twitter. Like just a bunch of like clown themed posts on like us getting our expectations. Yep, there it is. You're gonna win. You're gonna save E3, right? You're gonna save E3, E3 right? E3, right? <laughs> Amiibo festival for the Switch. The Anakin Padme meme. It's it's so true. It's crushing. It's, yeah. It's scary. I don't know. I I feel like it. It's gotta be. Oh my! Like it's gotta God. be this. What's up? Someone made Earthbound in Game Builder Garage. Well, Nintendo sure as hell isn't doing it. So it's literally. It's it's literally earthbound. Oh my god! All right. Did you see Sakurai in yeah. the game in Game Builder Engine? Dude, of course he did. They, they, they probably made him do it. They probably made him do it. Yeah. All right. What we'll wrap up here. Uh, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. One more thing. No, go ahead. I was in, this is this isn't for Breath of the Wild, so we can wrap that up if you have something else after okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Um. What do you want more, release date or a title? I want a release date. True. I I think I agree. Dude title is so far low on my list right now i hope they still give us a release date so i can start saving up money to get the collector's edition it'll be the first collector's edition i ever buy you ever get i yeah i mean depending on what it is yeah do uh, well. uh, yeah a fucking keychain and a poster for 700 dollars in the game yeah. <laughs> jesus yeah but now i don't know i i for some odd reason i think we'll get both but Okay. I think I I definitely prefer. I mean, usually that because I think that's what happens. Like, like that that they're just two things that go really well together. Because if you're gonna give a yep. release date, you might as well give the people the name they're gonna look for. Yeah. Uh, that's what happened with Dying Light just recently. That they, I mean, it's called Dying Light Two, like it was before, but they added yeah. the subtitle "Stay Human" underneath it. Mm-hmm. So that was the new title that they were going with. So I feel like we'll get. A title and release date if anything if breath of the wild 2 is shown at e3 so i think that's everything i got i think we've exhausted the the list of things we need to talk about oh yeah no but we're not done with this topic if they show it expect to hear it again on thursday for at least oh. a little bit not too much too yeah. in depth but again a little bit on thursday when we record literally literally the 19 hours from now we're recording the second episode this week so stay tuned for that but that was Breath of the Wild 2 theories, predictions, and now you're going to hear an, a recording from the past where we went over what has been shown at E3 up till when Square Enix presented, which was Sunday afternoon, and Final Fantasy VII talk, all kinds of stuff like that. So stick around, enjoy that, and we will see you guys for another live episode on Thursday. E3, E3, E3 recap. Yeah, I was about to say, I guess it's the outro then, right? Unless you have something else to add. This is going in, so this you're hearing this first. We're now transitioning to the second part, half of the episode, where we will get what I just said. Okay, so then are we recording a outro, like a, a strict outro? Then, eh, no, we'll, we'll just, no, they're fine. They'll know when the episode. Oh, ends. okay, okay, f- fair enough. All so. right, see you guys live on Thursday, and enjoy the back half of this one. Oh, we're leaving that in. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> The vibes right now in this room are immaculately disappointing because <laughs> we're in the middle of E3. Square Enix just 
wrapped up what was quite possibly the worst presentation we've seen so far when the bar was set maybe a little too high but high enough to where we thought they could clear it just showing absolutely nothing really of super big intrigue i mean to be fair they just came off the heels of intergrade like that just happened that's a big reason i think why though like they're they're gonna ride this wave not necessarily show part two or anything crazy but just ride the wave of consistency and momentum into e3 hell no like that thing came crashing down <laughs> right before it reached shore nothing really of nothing really anything of some v3 shown that is really of interest yeah we we got some stranger things uh there's a remaster collection coming out and then there's a uh the i don't i think it i i don't i, I can't talk i don't think it's the sequel i think i think it's a third game because if it's a remaster collection right yeah that means that implies multiple games i have you guys can probably tell I have no experience with the Stranger Things franchise at all, uh, but that went on for a while. I, I think we should talk about the the elephant in the room, the the twenty minutes of of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I, it's just tough for me. I think tough for anybody right now to buy into Marvel video game stock because of how much of a letdown Avengers was. Granted, that's one game, and it was essentially like reboot the a big old reboot of the marvel franchise as far as like games and of that like just a new go. a new yeah. universe to exactly. put stuff in and good grief like i can't really pinpoint anything too exciting about what we saw like they still don't have the likeness but you know you get over that eventually you can only play as star lord who is quite possibly the least interesting of the guardians gameplay wise yeah i mean he's the leader you know it I guess it makes sense. I mean, it's it seemed in the gameplay you could like just command your your squad to just do moves on anyone you want. It looks pretty freeform in that manner, but you can't like uh, switch between characters, a la uh, Ultimate Alliance or something like that. Yeah, it has us has some Telltale game elements where you decide mm-hmm. uh, go side with certain teammates and seemingly will have an impact later on in the story. Yeah, it seems like there's like a morality system because you know certain team members can hate certain decisions or like uh, yada yada, at, a la classic Telltale game yeah. formula. Uh, in this universe, they said that uh, the Guardians have been together for less than a year, mm-hmm. so tensions are still not all hunky dory probably so um, what i'm wondering is can like how many endings are there going to be to this thing like could certain team members just straight up leave or but or like fight against you at, at some point i would think so i mean it has no real connection to the movies besides the title of the game and the characters port used i, I don't know, it can go a ton of different directions they showed a lot of they showed a lot of the story in the 20 minutes i mean a lot of the opening story yeah. to be honest we know they're you know the initial mission that they're going on uh, but the rest of it's pretty vague. I'm excited to see what kind of villains they'll add in, though. They like, said they said some you know and some you don't know, which is always intriguing. I'd be kind of surprised if they added Ego and he's not the main villain, because like that's probably the most iconic MCU Guardians villain. Him and Ronan, yeah. I mean, I was about to say Ronan's Ronan's recognizable, but just Ego is just so much better. Yeah, for, definitely. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure. It's it's interesting. I thought the gameplay was actually kind of cool. Like it looked fine, uh, I don't. It it, it kind of gave me like action RPG vibes. Yeah. Because whenever you finish a fight or an encounter, like there's a bit of a pause screen. Like, there's like a victory screen, and you level up. So there's like you know the RPG elements mm-hmm. there. Yep. So 
it kind of gave me that vibe where there's there'll be like a pause after every encounter to like level up and maybe adjust stat points or such or like assign new stat points gained from leveling up so that could be interesting uh depending on like if there are skill trees in this game you can specialize in different aspects make your teammates specialize in different aspects uh it could be a pretty deep game like i we're giving we're kind of giving it shit for taking up a lot of the presentation that we thought would be like xbox and bethesda that was like game after game after game after game and i think that's like the formula that's been most accepted at e3 like it just show as much shit as possible especially this year after what happened last year obviously there's not yeah. being a show we, the, the the consumers are just hungry for whatever the companies can show and xbox and bethesda you know may not have shown anything that will make you fly out of your seat but they showed a bunch of stuff that clearly they have a lot of like ammo in the yeah, I th- they show they led with Starfield, which is a new Bethesda IP. I don't think it was. I think it was a CG trailer. I think so too. Uh, based on the because I wasn't there for that um, that presentation specifically, but I saw the aftermath on on Twitter. Of course, the the best uh, archiving yes. uh, tool in history. It but is. Uh, and they also showed Halo Infinite gameplay, which apparently looks even like way better than before which is still no fantastic. release date i think i'm not yeah i was about to say i don't think i saw a release date floating around the rumors around the holidays though that's the, that's gonna be xbox's yeah. big holiday release which makes sense i mean it's halo so that, yeah. would, that would do massive numbers yep. i mean again it looks fantastic we're you know we're, this is i think the section will probably just be called general e3, e3 recap because yeah. yeah, we're well, kind of I mean, jumping around to everything yeah but yeah like halo looked great battlefield 2042 looked really good too yeah uh you know, just heavy hits from from uh, Bethesda and, and the Microsoft presentation. Definitely the front of the front of the top of the food chain right now when it comes to presentations. Exactly. As of four twelve on Sunday. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a future game show later that you'll see by now. I think. And Warner Bros. Warner, Warner Bros. Bros. is up next. now. Yeah. They're up, they're representing as we're recording this. Though you know, I forgot that might be where the Dying Light stuff is if it comes here at all because that's who's publishing it. I think so. That's the only game I know, though, that would be coming for that. Yeah, I think the only that's the only thing I can think of too. But yeah, Square, as far are on all, not too, nothing too shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox and Bethesda, well done. Who who went yesterday? Oh, I have the schedule. I think. Let me okay. look. Some of the I'm trying I'm just trying to think of who has gone already. Uh, oh, Ubisoft. Oob. Oob and Gearbox were yesterday. Okay, I know. Uh, I know Mason was fan of what shit what did ubisoft he show? put a giant recap in the discord I'll oh i was about here. to say he he he, he did yeah okay Warner, so Warner here yeah. rainbow six extraction oh uh, that's right that's right riders republic rainbow six siege gets cross progression fuck yeah he wrote he wrote cross progression thingy soon didn't catch date <laughs> for honor gets an update the update's called mania mm-hmm. we have watchdogs legion bloodline dlc ghost recon 20th anniversary just dance 2022 come in <laughs> coming november 4th can't believe it's not in the wii assassin's creed valhalla adding more updates and weapons uh werewolf within a whodunit with teeth june 25th what he put a far cry 6 trailer with some season pass to plays the villains from 3 4 and 5 Ooh, that sounds really cool an avatar game called frontier of pandora 2022 and mm-hmm. mario rabbids sparks of hope oh was leaked before the tra- before I was about the to say, trailer a but... whole ass website went up before the presentation even started yeah so you know, not too much of a, you know, crazy reveal, but still looks... No, people really were digging the reveal. Yeah. The, the trailer itself looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo hasn't announced anything, and they still have one of the biggest reveals with, with, Ubi, with, with Ubisoft. 
But yeah, we talked about it way back. Mario and Rabbids might be like the most out there collab like crossover that oh, yeah. is right now. But it was one of the earliest games on the Switch, if I remember correctly. I think so like too. that, it was a super early uh, release. And there's People been a lot it. of there's been a lot of love coming back. You know, not the most talked about game. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of was back when it came out, just because of the ridiculousness of it. But yep. I think we both played it a little bit, right? Or was it just me? I played a little bit of it. Yeah, I haven't. Neither of us played it to completion. No. Uh, but I liked it when I played. And now that I'm uh, a Fire Emblem strategic, you know, game baby, I think I'll probably uh, be more into it this time around. But I mean, it starts. You know, <laughs> I just think it's. I think the funniest shot of the trailer, and it's already getting memed, is mario's on his starship and he's just like looking at this like hologram projector with like numbers and symbols he's like like as if he understands what i'm like that man has no fucking idea oh what that God, says no. uh but yeah we got like rose did they show rosalina in the trailer or just rabid rosalina Rabid rosalina. okay so maybe she it's basically i maybe, got maybe she maybe you have to like save her because like you're in yeah. space i get and there are lumas your... as well so yeah, there's some galaxy that, elements yeah, being maybe thrown that's in your here. plot that you have to save her from whoever probably i think that's pretty cool though like they're adding yeah. galaxy elements mario's dual wielding glocks like it's <laughs> it's great uh, we just got a bow and arrow but yeah people have been coming out and like talking about uh or, or reminding people how just polished that game was it was it really came yeah. out like really no bug no major bugs or glitches i don't think it was just a very polished game, very underrated, I think. For sure. And I think uh, it gets it gets overlooked because of the concept. Yeah, I I absolutely believe that's true. I think that's true for a lot of uh, games these days. Like if the concept isn't strong with a big majority of people, like they just won't even give it a second look. You know, basically a judge you judging, judging a book, a book, by, a book its by its cover, yeah. which to be honest is, is the point of a cover of a book correct so, yeah it's supposed to catch your eye i was gonna say it's a weird analogy to make although the game definitely catches your eye but maybe not in the most positive way like yeah. mario and rabbits like what are they doing i mean maybe the fact that it this fr- it's now a franchise mm-hmm. and it has gotten more than one game maybe that will maybe that alone will draw people in and now the much more uh, you know experienced fans who have played the game can now spread the positivity even more yes. than before the first game yes. so i anticipate that this game will be more successful than its uh, predecessor, than its predecessor, and I, I have no reason to believe that the team who made it, who is obviously making the second one, will, you know, uh, not go above and beyond and make this game even better, just mechanically, than the first one. Yeah. So, uh, first Nintendo announcement of E3, pretty solid. Not even in their show, but still pretty solid. Yeah, no, and we still have a whole forty minutes to go. It's true. <laughs> Did we get a release date on that? I, I am the worst with this. I even if I actually look at the release date, I will never remember it for the show. <laughs> uh, let me look. I don't. Uh, I, I don't can talk know. more about the Ubisoft thing. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is actually a continuation, I think, of the kind of infected mode that they had before. They they basically put zombies into Rainbow Six. Uh, uh, it was like, uh, and they had like story stuff around it too, which is really cool. Uh, there was a CGI trailer of a bunch of operators trying to rescue another operator, Habana, and it, it just looked really nice. Uh, so I, I I have Rainbow Six on my Xbox, so I'd be really uh, interested to uh, hop back into that PvE mode. Uh, and I think I know a certain zombies-loving gamer friend of mine who would like to join me. Uh, but cross-progression for Rainbow Six is huge. Yeah. Uh, because that would open up... Uh, you know just a lot of cross progression is always good for these types of games people have been begging it for apex uh forever including me because i kind of want all my shit on switch but yeah or i did 
before I knew that the apex on this switch was ran, kind of ran at six frames per second. Kind of shaky, but yeah, after these were two pretty solid presentations. So Square Enix coming off the back of those just really kind of not giving a whole lot. Took all the wind out of the E3 sales. Yeah, for, they, for the time being anyway. They talked about Babylon's Fall, which is a new game. Uh I think it's a, I think it's multiplayer, like four player multiplayer, uh, PVE, very similar to the other games they've been churning out. Really, near near autonomous, near replicant, the near series, I yeah. guess is what you yeah. call it. I mm. was like the near automata series, but no, that's just another game. Nope. <laughs> uh, so like the near series and and the Final Fantasy, the new the kind of new age of Final Fantasy games where they are action RPGs, yeah, you have free range of movement. Uh, I think that's kind of the because they also announced Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, which is a new game in that style as well. Another spinoff. I need to catch myself up on Final Fantasy lore because holy shit, there's just so I only, many. I only know seven, man. Which is another, which is another big reason that the one through six is only on mobile and Steam. That's a oh big yeah, bummer. that that's kind of bummer because I'm sure you would like to play the. I mean, I don't. Do they connect with each other at all? No, each game's like independent. Like, like each major like title is. Independent. Is it just massive time jumps, yeah. or is it like different? They're universes? in different universes. Oh, there okay. none of them are like. No, like, yeah, like Final Fantasy VIII I mean, is, Final not, like, Fan- is not, like, not a sequel to Final yeah. Fantasy. No, I think it's just interesting. Like Final Fantasy VII is by far the most popular. For yeah, like it, for sure. I don't, for some reason, I just find that crazy. Like the seventh entry in a series is the just most popular. Is the one. most popular and it has it's this whole like like its universe has been the most expanded upon. For like sure, they yeah. really fucking struck gold with that. yeah they they've hit a cash cow and they're gonna drag out the remakes and parts until like 2027 2028 like, oh yeah it were yeah it's gonna be a while before that wraps up speaking of inter- we should talk about intergrade because all right yeah you know you you have become a very much uh final fantasy 7 fan uh you've played the original and you've you know tried to keep you have begged and wished for somehow to get uh, to get it on Switch, even though it would probably make the system explode. Yeah, if if you were to download remake on your Switch, the the government would come to your house. That's and, how bad it is. And I assume I was about to say it'll turn into a nuclear device. It will turn into a nuclear uh, weapon. I assume you've watched p- other people play Integrate, like you have watched a shout out Maximilian dude. Yeah, Maximilian yes. dude. It's is... too bad he streams at midnight when I'm three hours <laughs> into my sleep. But I mean, that's what the the vods are for. Yeah, I catch up in back. the morning. I catch up in the morning. So what do you think like what do you think of the story how it how it connects to you know the first like the main game of final fantasy 7 remake and uh, i don't know how do you think with the major story reveals we have at the end how do you think that's gonna play into the next parts because you know because final fantasy 7 like you know some of the things that will probably be coming down the pipeline yeah so. So as far as integrate goes i'll start there it's it's a great way of making Yuffie a likable character because Yuffie in the original game is optional. Like you can oh, Yuffie, really? Yeah, Yuffie's optional. If you don't wander, in fact, I didn't get Yuffie in my first original playthrough. Just a whole ass playable character that you just didn't get. Don't get. You don't get. Oh my no. god. So you yeah you walk around the woods outside of Midgar and if you you can encounter her through there. She'll she'll like steal your materia. You track her down, dialogue whatever. Then she's on your team, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, you can just totally not get her, and I think the whole point of this integrated DLC was to like make more, make newer and older fans like more recognizable with her in case you didn't come across her. Mm. And Yuffie's like, she's essentially she's a teenager. People treat her like a kid. She doesn't want to be a kid. She's a big dork. Of she's course. a Wu Tai ninja, and Wu Tai's like the enemy of Shinra and Midgar and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was a. I think it's a great story. It, it adds a, a lot of depth to her character. It makes her definitely, like I already said, likable, and it adds a lot of. It, it adds a lot of what we already know, like the story elements, like the plot of the intermission, is not going to be a major factor in in part two, three, or whatever. Mm. But the, the the main characters are our heroes yeah. are definitely going to come across. Yuffie, and I think she will be like a mandatory. Like you have to have her on your right. team, which I think is a better. I mean, you might as well now that you've introduced her to everybody, and everyone seems to universally absolutely love her. Yeah, she's great. Her her gameplay is super fun. The music is they Square just absolutely kills the music oh, all it's the time. Insane. Yeah. They they added like a this one was a jazz theme. It's a jazz. Oh. It's a jazz theme like seven hours, oh, and it's shit. amazing. It's I cannot like. I like I like pause the I like rewound a couple times to hear some certain like parts. Oh my That's god, so cool. and, yeah, it was incredible. And I think like outside of story, they they were testing out, and I think they're gonna put this in the games in the future. They were testing out like synced attacks where the the second character you introduce to Sonon is not playable. You can't physically control him, but okay. you can like command him. Was he in the original? No, he was not. Oh, in he's the wholly original. he's a he's totally new character. Okay, he. He's his own story, which becomes a plot line, the yada yada, whatever. But yeah, of course. Yeah, they they they're trying out synergized like attacks where you can where literally like there's some attacks where Yuffie hops on like Sonon's staff and she can do like combos in the air, okay. stuff like that, and like yeah, they do like these synced attacks, and I think they're gonna work that into where the very beginning of part two and Maximilian do point this out on his stream. Mm-hmm. The very beginning of part two is gonna pick up where Cloud's recounting what he believes is the real version of what happened to Nibelheim. Yeah, and you and Sephiroth are going to be in the same party, and you do synergize attacks with Sephiroth, <laughs> and that's how that's going to open up. What? Yeah, because Sephiroth's in your party in the original, but you can't control him. Oh, he's in your party for like a fifteen-minute gameplay thing. Wait, how, why is he in your party again? Because so the story. So I'll just give it really say, just so Cloud's whole amnesia. He can't like recall correctly oh, what happened in the past. Okay, I think I know where so this is going. So he's actually. taking the he's taking the place of Zack in his yeah, own mind. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, it shows like Cloud's a level one. He's like a pussy. He gets knocked down like all the time. And like Sephiroth's like one hitting these bosses. Okay, because yeah, because Sephiroth is actually a soldier first class. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's actually okay. a soldier first class, and I it's giving know. you the and it's giving the player the interpretation like, yeah, no, this is the biggest baddie ever. This is this is Seth, but, the Seth man. Yeah, but no, Integrate did a great job in a lot of areas. I think it's it's only twenty dollars. You get seven hours of gameplay and a lot of story lore at the end, which is the big reveal. We get to see our heroes going towards calm. Uh, spoilers, yeah, by big the way. time spoilers here. By the way, if you have haven't played Iron Greater FF Seven or don't don't know anything about it, yeah, our heroes are going to calm, which is the village where they're start, they're starting to hunt down Sephiroth. They go to calm, which is the first village they encounter outside of Midgar, mm-hmm. and then they you know there's some funny haha moments, but the big one is Zach shows up at Aerith's church in a different timeline, okay, where he survives, and he. If you don't know, Zack and Aerith have, like, a connection. It's in Crisis Core. Go look up Crisis Core on YouTube. It goes through Zack's whole backstory. Mm-hmm. A little bit in Final Fantasy VII, too. But him and Aerith were, like, a thing before yeah. he died. But he didn't die in this timeline. So now he's back at the church. He knocks on our door, and Aerith's not there. Now, it's a, you originally think, oh, it's, he's not there because the timelines converge, and Aerith is now with the others on the, yeah. going to Calm, trying to save Stop Sephiroth. But the more you look at it, She's not there because she's dead. She's after she dies. <laughs> she dies in Zach's timeline while Zach is away. The the flowers are wilting. There's children crying in the church, and Zach's like, "What is going on?" And that's kind of where it ends. 
on this big old cliffhanger, which you're probably not going to get until next year. That's because what we see Zach in the original Final Fan, like in the original remake. Yes. Like FFR. Yes. FF7R. This is going to be hard to do. Yeah. Like original Final Fantasy, whatever. But we see him at the end, like with all the what are they called again? Like the the, the, the whispers. Fates, the the whispers. whispers. Yeah, you see them like absolutely encircling Midgar. Midgar. Is that before the final battle? That is so. Do so like, they, do we see him before? So the as final you're battle? so before you fight Sephiroth and after you fight like the Arbiter of Fate, you see Zack and he's about to take on all the soldiers where he originally dies in Final Fantasy VII. Like that's where he makes his last stand. Yeah. And he once you defeat Sephiroth and then you see like the wisp. You see Zack survive. And the whispers like all like vanish. Now, what's up? Now we don't know if that's where his timeline converges with the original, mm-hmm. or if he's still in his own timeline. Yeah. But that's the big thing right now: is Zach in the original game's oh, timeline? And will okay. he catch up with the characters like eventually in Sephiroth's story? Because where it's heading is Zach and Cloud are eventually going to live and coexist in the same world and fight Sephiroth. That's 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 going to be the final battle. Yeah, because that's interesting because they cut to these scenes in in this alternate timeline whether it's the original timeline or a holy like middle timeline yeah and like you're not even in that timeline no and they're just building this just completely outside story based on nothing but cut scenes to build up to this like whether their timelines will like converge or well they're obviously going to converge yeah because why would that'd be a really shitty thing like oh hey here's zach and then he's never used like with our heroes yeah so that's just re- it's just a strange way of doing like it's i think it's there for mostly shock factor to be honest yeah because i think zach's game crisis core might only be available on ps vita mm, which okay. came out in like 2006 2007 and not a lot of people like playing and a lot of people playing the ff7r yeah maybe weren't aren't maybe this is their first introduction into the into that series of final fantasy 7 yeah and they didn't play the original and they have no idea who zach is so there's probably a lot of players out there who are like, who is who this? Is this who is this guy? Why does he with matter? The, with another Buster? Yeah. Sword, why does right? he matter? What's his deal? How does he know Aerith? And I think that's just it's really interesting. I'm excited to see where they go with it because apparently the the rumors coming out are like, Numora is getting further and further away from like having hands on the project. Oh. So okay. like his like control is like I don't want to say he's like relinquishing his control, but in a way, like he's having less and less of a say in the matter. He's focused on other things, but okay. And a lot of and the big concern with this was, oh my god, like this is they're gonna they're gonna know more of Final Fantasy VII. How are they gonna do this? They're gonna do Kingdom Hearts. They're oh. gonna completely ruin it. But apparently, he's like not having such a such a say on what goes on. So okay, where the story goes from here, we don't know. It's gonna be a while before we find out because. We just got done seeing Square. They didn't show a lick on part two at all. Nope, Nothing. No. Nope. They just told you to go buy Integrade. <laughs> true, they did. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get a look at Final Fantasy VII Part Two until next year at the earliest, and then might not even drop till twenty twenty three. So. I mean, the more I learn about Final Fantasy VII, like it, and its universe, it kind of feels like Kingdom Hearts, where there's like a lot of side game lore mm-hmm. that is helpful to know the story of the main. A lot. Game. Of, a lot of the original is optional in the way like. I I learned later you don't have to you can go through the entire main story of Final Fantasy 7 without finding out like who Zack is and you're like, making me want to I'm like I'm going to buy Final Fantasy 7 on the Switch after this and actually play it like you you go through you can it's you're going to be amazed that they made a 30 hour game out of the Midgar story you're going to be shocked okay but, I'm ready <laughs> yeah so you can go through the entire story and not know who Yuffie Zack or Vincent even are 
You can like go through the story without beating any of the main bosses and getting any of the secret weapons. You can basically just walk. You can basically just walk through the story like you can complete it in like How twenty big is hours. This game, it's huge. This like, game's huge. Oh my god! Like for nineteen ninety seven, it's way ahead of its time. I can see that. It's it's super hard to play now because again nineteen ninety seven. But I just there the the switch is nice because you can. You can up the battle to times three. Like you can play the battle on three uh, times speed, okay. so it speeds so, up the yeah, gameplay. Yeah, like a Fire thing. Yeah, so it speeds up the gameplay. It's really it, that that part is huge, and you can turn off random encounters, which is also really nice. Does that? Have, did you do that? I did it in some. I did it in the open world. Okay. So like, does that like screw up your grinding at all? Grinding is really tough because there's only there's only a few certain areas where like getting levels are worth it, and I'll tell you like after we're done recording where those are. But okay, okay. Yeah, there's Final it's it's Final Fantasy VII's wild world, and the but the intergrade <laughs> getting all the way back to the intergrade it does the intergrade's a great job of setting up Yuffie and setting up what's to come next. Okay, I I just know nothing about Final Fantasy, so I wanted to see because I know you were keeping up with the story at least. Yeah. Uh, since unfortunately neither of us have PS fives. Ugh, uh, don't remind I, me. I mean, it's not like we would even even if we wanted them, which we do, we wouldn't. Be, there's probably no way we'd be able to get them. Like, you know, Joe Biden said he'd look into it. He's a liar. <laughs> Absolutely. Like he no said, way. he said he's gonna look into it, and he he just has not kept his word. That's that's code for no. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'll look into it. Just brush it under the rug. No. Just like just never mention it again, and then when they bring it up again, just say the same thing. No, be fine. Anyway, one not, day. Anyway. Uh, we're not here for politics. We're here for gaming. Uh, so with that, with all that being said, all the E three updates, you know, the the Final Fantasy disappointments, and also, you know, the, the good that we already have. Out. <laughs>